and we are live what is up guys dps podcast episode 32 we are here with of course the uh the usual uh dynamic duo myself and gaming forte here with ec jackson mr eric jackson in the house how's it going eric Oh, what's going on? What's going on? Another Thursday, DPS Podcast. Happy to be here. Thanks for the invite. All right, all right. It's, it's not the first time you've been on. You've been on before, but it's the first time with the whole, right. you know, new look. The, you, we got we got a glow up, you know. Yeah, we had, yeah. We a facelift. We had some <laughs> plastic <laughs> surgery done, you know what I'm saying? Glow on. You got, 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 got the boobs <laughs> put in, got the got the fake booty <laughs> in, you know, like walking around, like like DPS podcast yeah. looking looking like a snack, right? <laughs> fly, fly, y'all. Yeah, yeah. Um, let me let me shout out to some people in the chat. Replicant. Re- oh, actually, this is probably from um way earlier in the day since i set this up uh, a few hours ago it says have a good show guys we'll catch up tomorrow yeah no problem replicant uh, appreciate you checking out the replay we got playstation nintendo win in the house what's up man driving there <laughs> driving narrows in the house what's up draft how's it going man my favorite favorite <laughs> i'll tell you like my, my heart skipped a beat when i saw a draft i was like oh let, let, I mean, let me i gotta be on my p's and q's now i can't say anything <laughs> that might end up getting me uh doing something i don't want to do just because you know <laughs> driving there will be like uh see, here's the super chat yeah you said if someone did this then you would do that i'm like yeah let me let me keep myself let me, uh, fall, let me fall back yeah we fall all the way back right <laughs> mr <laughs> xbox in the house yeah yeah He's like, yo, mad late, son. Yeah, I, you know what? We are mad late. I wonder why. Forte, why are we so late? Uh, I had inventory at work today, so your boy couldn't get out of that one. Normally, our inventories are on Wednesday because that's why I would miss certain brap shows. But uh, as of right now, they tr- they moved our stuff to Thursdays, and we got a new DM, well, temporary DM. So. Your boy um, had to do an inventory today, so he didn't get out of there until nine fifteen. Mm. Interesting. So, Interesting. So, but guess what? The next two weeks is clear because guess who does the schedule for his district's inventories? Your boy right here. So I already took the next two off for next month because one of them is on the thirteenth, and I'm not doing that one. And the one on the twentieth is my birthday, and I'm not doing that one either. But guess where I will be at? Right here in this in this space when you find people so you guys take precedence over over that i guess right now yeah like forte doing it for the people doing it for the people man doing it for, doing the, it for the people plus ain't, nobody trying to do, plus ain't nobody trying to do no real work on their birthday anyway oh, who want to do that coming up may, tw- may 20th may 20th all right all right i know i actually get to do a stream on my birthday i can't believe it about to be 45 years old you know, nah, you you older than me son hey hey now i don't know about that listen man you got a house with a um you had a mortgage what, what, longer than i had and everything what's that guy do with age <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you're like, you wise and everything. You know, wise beyond all your all your years and all that stuff. Nothing you know, to do with age. Like, you got a house longer than me. Oh, yeah, you okay. got a house. You're still a, older. With a dog, you got a dog in your house and everything. Or do you I got do a cat? Have, Which one I don't have any pets. You got you got a ferret. A, fe- a ferret, man. You got a ferret in your house. I man? don't have any pets. Means zero pets. Zero pets. 
Yeah, I got a groundhog that keeps trying to dig into my. Uh... I do too. He put two holes in my front yard. Yeah, I got a groundhog. I, I made sure I didn't take pictures of those holes. Matter of fact, one day I am going to take a picture of that. Look, I think this is where the groundhog came up and said, "It's spring." Uh, shout that's, shout that's out to uh, Hustle and Motivate in the chat. What's up, Hustle? How's it Hustle going? Hey, Rodimus is in the chat as well. Rodimus, I'm gonna I'm a talk to you about second extinction, bro. We, we, we gotta talk about second. Is extinction. it trash, bro? It is solid waste. Oh lord! I, to me, to me, it is solid waste. Well, I saw I can... somebody. I saw a tweet from somebody said this game is so trash. I literally glad I he said I'm glad it was in Game Pass. I'm glad I didn't spend no money on this piece of crap. It needs to be in Game Preview, and it also just needs to be deleted off Xbox as soon as possible. I was wow. like, yo. I mean, it, it, it ain't Lord. that bad, but it ain't good. It's not good mm-hmm. at all. Like I, the, very quickly, I'll, I'll run through it, and then we can talk about what our what our week's been like and what we've been playing. I let's see. I played Second Extinction earlier today. Uh, I maxed all settings out. For first of all, the game doesn't give. I played on PC, of course. The game does not give you. Why am I not in this game with you, Slowmo? Am I in this game or this is a different game? Th- this is this is uh me this playing is- through it uh, solo. Um, earlier oh, t- oh, playing through Zombie Zombie Army Four solo because, um. I was going to use the footage from uh, us streaming on um, Twitch last night, but uh, at 1080p, with the way oh, that the way the Twitch yeah. be capping my bitrate, nah, fam, yeah. it was it was, uh, yeah, it was disgusting looking. So I said, all right, let me <laughs> just get get some quick footage for the show, of course. Uh, but no, um, so I play Second Extinction. First issue I have with it is that they don't allow you. So, like, check this out. There's only two display modes there is windowed and borderless there's no full screen mode that's Mm. the first and i'm like okay weird and then they don't allow you to choose your resolution in borderless Mm. so you can only choose your resolution in window mode and i'm like what what why why like why is there no full screen mode this makes no sense so I'm 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 I was perturbed by that. Uh, the the settings aren't as detailed as I like to see on PC, but you know whatever. And then, not all games need that. There's some games that don't have a lot of detailed settings, but the game still looks good on PC. This one doesn't. I get into the game, and there's like fog everywhere. Then maybe it was just the time of day. I don't know if it has dynamic. Uh, day night cycles or whatever maybe it was the time of day and i don't know but it's just like this unnecessary fog everywhere and it doesn't even like look like it's it's in there like in a in a natural kind of way so it's just it was that it was the shooting mechanics were were, were not great um yeah i just i just didn't like it and i of course i didn't play it you know with anyone else to play it solo but yeah, I just uh, I just didn't like it. Uh, Rodman says that was your problem. You playing it on PC? No, sir. That's never. A, that's not a problem. That's a feature. It's a bonus. Playing it on with the superior hardware is is great. Um, he said he has none of those issues on Xbox. Like, there is fog, air fog everywhere. Yeah, he look. Back in the day, I know, I know, Eric and and, and Forza, I know you guys will remember this. Back in the day, on like uh, remember Nintendo sixty four uh original xbox a lot of developers used to put 
fog everywhere mm-hmm. in a game yeah. to hide issues with the the visuals, issues in the environment that they weren't able to yeah. fix. Hide and, the pop in and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, hide and pop in and stuff like that. And that's what it reminded me of. It was just like unnecessary fog everywhere. And I was just like, I can understand because there's some parts where you get into like zones where there's a whole bunch of dinosaurs and like the the like it's like everything turns kind of green or whatever because it's like a, a a kind of something in the air. But I get that at times. But when I'm not in those areas, it's just straight up fog for no reason. It's just really really <laughs> annoying, and I I just can't get. I know it's an early access, so of course before it gets, it's going to improve before it gets to its final release. But I, from what I saw, it did not, it didn't hook me enough mm-hmm. of what's there to have me keep it installed on my on my SSD. So I had to let go of it. But yeah, that, all that said, um, what you guys are watching now is Zombie Army 4. I'm loving that. Game's awesome. I've been, I played it on, so far I have played it on three platforms. I have played it on PlayStation um, with Forte. Uh, yes, PlayStation yeah. Five. Um, it runs. It runs very well on that. I played it on PC, it, where it runs the best. Erodimus. Okay, and then <laughs> I also played it on um, XCloud because I finally got into the XCloud uh, iOS PC beta, and mm-hmm. I just wanted to test it out. So I tested out MLB the Show, and I tested out Zombie Army Four. It's absolutely awful in XCloud. That I, there's a there's a latency issue, uh, but it actually kind of reminded me of like re- old school Resident Evil, where the tank controls were so bad. Like usually, like the, with old school Resident Evil, the fear and the tension and suspense all didn't really come from the game, but it came from the controls being so bad that you didn't know whether you would be able to aim and shoot and <laughs> kill a mm-hmm. killed zombies before they got to you. Mm-hmm. Um, I. It was almost kind of like that playing it on xCloud. I, I gave them some feedback with the whole the whole feedback section just so that they know. Yeah, I was doing the same this weekend. Just feedback, yeah. feedback, feedback. Yeah, because I was, I was running into some issues too. Yeah, it's pretty rough. Yeah. Um, MLB The Show wasn't that bad, but it's a slower-paced game, so I, I'm not surprised mm-hmm. about that. Um, visually, I visually and I, I, I'm pretty sure this is something that they, they're aware of and they're going to improve. Visually, with xCloud, on PC, you, I mean, I, I know they got it set so that like someone on a Chromebook, you know, can play this, but they they're using Xbox One S's, which mm-hmm. are probably like the weakest right Xbox that they currently support. I do believe they plan on upgrading them and the xCloud infrastructure into Xbox Series S, which I think would be much, much better. The load times are also, it reminded me, it reminded me about how bad load times were last year as well, because the load times were really, really slow too. But, mm-hmm. um, oh yeah, Mr. Xbox says, LOL, Silent Hill made Game Fog a gameplay feature. Hey, look, it works for Silent Hill, because it's, <laughs> it's a part of the... Fog in Silent Hill is a part of the uh, the, the atmosphere. It's a part of the mystique. It made things more mysterious and, and, and second distinction in other games. And remember, remember brute force. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I was, was going to ask you, man. I was like, so maybe, maybe what they're trying to do is pull that whole aesthetic in. So they're kind of like the twenty twenty one Turok, right? So maybe they they are channeling like that in sixty four. Like we're going to do fog everywhere. 
yeah. pull that in. Because you remember that was the same thing with Turok. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, so maybe that's what they're going for that aesthetic. Uh, yo, they. Yeah, I don't think if so, that was if that was the <laughs> if that was the goal, they failed. <laughs> now, now is, there, is there? Do you see like a glimmer of hope, like for this game? Because I know, like, when they first showed it at the Xbox Showcase, like a lot of people like up on it because they say, "Oh man, it looks that does." Because again, people bring up Turok. You know, you get to shoot dinosaurs, and we don't know if we're going to get a Dino Crisis anytime soon. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, being that it's in game preview, do you is there anything in it that you see that it could be like on its way up as opposed to like yeah, this might not do it because even in game preview, sometimes you can look at something and be like this might not be it. Right, right. I there there's a glimmer of hope with with the fact that they give you they they throw a lot of dinosaurs at you mm-hmm. at once. Yeah, I heard it gets, they throw a lot. It, it, it could get really, really like frenetic very quickly. Like you, just before you know it, you you're, you're fighting one and then two. And next thing you know, there's a dozen like raptors all jumping at you, and it's just like, whoa, wait a minute, how did mm-hmm. how did it get here? And I think if they can capture that that uh, feeling of of tension with that um and keep it keep it there and but did improve in some of the areas that i spoke about they could they could really have something it's just that right now with the way it looks for me it's it's not it's, it hasn't i want i wasn't all that hyped for it in the beginning with when they showed it last year it wasn't one of the games that i was like oh yeah like this is the game that I, i'm definitely looking forward to there were other games that I, I was more excited for but mm-hmm. so so for me it was never anything that i was going to be super you know into anyway but i i think if they could really focus on that keep that that gameplay uh um kind of like something that bungie used to say about keeping like every 30 seconds uh keeping people 30 engaged. seconds of fun yeah 30 seconds <laughs> of fun if they could do something like that but improve in some of the other areas i think i think they got something to work with um uh, a rodimus in the chat says that X Cloud is getting updated to Series X as server blades. That's interesting. I didn't didn't know that. I thought it was Series S, but hey, if that's the case, that's awesome. Um, anyway, let's let's let's. I know we kind of ran late. I want I didn't want to um get too deep into that. Um, that's what I've been playing. In in in, in addition to Trails of Cold Steel One, I'm really enjoying the story, and of course Outriders as usual, trying to max my builds. Forte, what have you been playing and how you been, man? I've been good, man. Just, you know, maintaining and been playing a lot of games, different games. This is probably the most uh, variety in games I've played in seven years, as people probably already know. But mm. I've still been playing a little bit that's been playing just pretty much PvP, but not even so much that. But um, played some, like you said earlier, played some um, Zombie army with you. I was about to call it Nazi zombie army just because that's what you keep calling been, it. I keep calling it zombie war is what I keep calling it. I, yeah. I, I can't <laughs> help myself but to call it zombie war. It, it is not zombie war. It's not a zombie army. But yes, yeah, so I've been playing that with you. Um, we did our uh, It Takes Two live stream on Tuesday, which was amazing. For, like, listen, that game... By all by itself is fun, but when you can play it with your what well, you know, I consider one of my best friends, slow mo, it makes it even better. And that was we was yelling at each other about dying. It was I literally renamed the stream where we die a lot. <laughs> it, it was, was fun. Well, I mean, it was more like you dying a lot because no, I, no, no, no. I didn't die you were that talking much. Mess about though, no, you were talking mess about something I, that you ended up doing it. Yo, anyway. there are people in the chat in the chat that saw the stream. And you hey, died okay, look, just as much as I did. Stream. 
chat, let me know who died the most. Because we already we all know if you watched it, you know who died the most. Clearly, clearly, it was it was Forte. Forte may be great at like shooting and 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 you know snap to shooting and first person shooters and stuff but when it comes to platforming bro oh man i haven't man. really played platformers in a long time that it, was like it, the first time showed. i picked up a platformer in like it, it showed years. so badly it, i mean like yeah, I, it, was, it was terrible multiple times i'm just like waiting at the next thing that we gotta do together waiting for forte to get through he's like falling to his death like five million times i'm just like all right bro but this slow-mo would die at the most easiest stuff that's going on in the game. Dr. Sorakis, no, I did not die a lot, okay? Yeah, I, yeah, I, 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 I died a little is. bit, okay? I died a no, little bit. I ain't so wasn't a lot. die like crazy. This, 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 these, are, <laughs> these are lies. These are, these are ridiculous lies. Anyway, uh, yeah, um, bye, bye, bye. Go ahead, man. Continue. I'm just saying, you, you, we already know what's going on here. You... Um, you die just as much as me. But uh, ov- overall, I've just been playing games like that in general. And then uh, we got uh, Returnal tonight. I may, I might I might go live for at least an hour and play it. I don't know yet. You should um, do that. You should do that. I, I, I was thinking about it. I, you know, what is the what is the mod? Live, die, rinse, and repeat? Isn't that yeah. what um, Edge of Tomorrow was about? Yeah. 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 So, you know, it's pretty. Every time I see that guy, I just think like, yo, do I really want to play a version of um edge of tomorrow but um yeah the game looks phenomenal and uh your boy guessed that metacritic score on Braff yesterday you know 86 overall i don't know if it's still holding at 86 but that's what it was at you earlier did, you, did, you know what i really was thinking initially 87 but i don't know why i just felt the need to go prices right and do like the whole one dollar more than- you went 90 <laughs> someone said i think it was lemieux that said 89 i said you know what 90 I, 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 prices are right was in my head. I, I, I was about to say eighty seven or eighty eight, but uh, yeah, you were right on the money with the eighty six, man. And this, you yeah. know, really good score. Well, that's the first number that popped in my head. Like as soon as it's like usually when it comes to games like that, I always just go, oh, "What's the first thing that pops in my head?" And right. eighty six was literally the first number that popped in my head because when I saw it, I was like, "This could be a ninety, but for some strange reason, I think it's going to be ninety six for a lot of the reasons that a lot of people were saying. Like is it's gonna be it's gonna be a lot of reviewers that just aren't gonna like the whole rinse and repeat and especially after I started hearing like how long the runs are because normally in road lights the levels are pretty short so mm-hmm. but they're they're like really intense but they're short so it doesn't really take you that long to get to the next part and this it just seems like yo you got probably like thirty minutes to run through this and in in roguelike terms that's an eternity. So, so is um, it not a rogue light? Is it just a rogue then? If that's the case, no, that thing is just a rogue. It's, it's it ain't no light involved in this. It's it's, it's probably the it's probably the rogue is the rogue. Kofi <laughs> said rogue light. Oh yeah, 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 Kofi. Yeah, shout out, ahead, to, you know. shout out to Kofi. They're they're also live right now. I I, I like mm-hmm. to check them out on uh to uh then the very next day on Fridays the replay. Mm-hmm. But shout out to Press Star Kofi, the Press Star Podcast. I heard that Kofi said he had it. He's had it since Tuesday. So mm-hmm. he's uh he said he he likes it. He's on the third 
bio by bi, binome i think that's what they're called the third binome mm-hmm. and he said that, that he's so far like the third one is the most difficult for him so uh something to watch out for forte when you uh get started with it uh tonight yeah i'm sure. probably going to start playing it sometime tomorrow hopefully if i have the time uh, it depends it depends if work isn't too busy but uh um eric how have you been man and uh, sure, man. uh, uh what you've been playing I'm I'm doing I'm doing great, man. Doing great. But um yeah, um I, I got into the um the uh X Cloud uh iOS beta uh, over the weekend as well. So um I spent some time with that uh, a couple hours Saturday um morning, you know, checking it out. And overall it wasn't it wasn't horrible, but I definitely ran into some issues. Now, to be fair, I did try to load up Outriders and the game wouldn't load, but I said I can't put this on X Cloud. This just might be Outriders. Oh yeah, know. it's probably just Outriders. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I just I just kind of jumped around, checked out a few different games. Um, the the biggest issue I had wasn't so much. I did get a lot of lag in certain parts, in some parts of you know certain games. Mm-hmm. Um, but the biggest issue I was having, I could not get a Series X controller to connect, like your Bluetooth. Uh, Xbox One controller, no problem. Yeah, the Series X just wouldn't connect. Don't that, know what it was. That that's you're not alone with that. That is a mm-hmm. major issue. I bought my son um, an Xbox Series S for Christmas, mm-hmm. and he was having that issue with his controller. I have the the uh, was the Electric Blue Shock. Is mm-hmm. that it? Uh, Blue yeah. Shock um, Series Series controller. I was on my PC. I was having that issue. I've been using it usb-c to usb-c wired ever since mm-hmm. and i haven't had any issues since doing that so is that whatever the issue is with these controllers whether it be for a firmware issue with the controller itself or something with the xbox it's got to be actually firmware with the controller because i'm having the issue with pc as well they mm-hmm. they need to fix it it's it's definitely a problem on the for something when they go, when it comes to the Bluetooth of these controllers, yeah, mm-hmm. they do. Uh, it's it's really annoying. And um, right, my bad. Go ahead, go ahead, continue, man. Oh no, no, you know you're good, man. Because yeah, so like you said, I wasn't the only one experiencing that. And I think yeah, somebody actually did uh, reply to my tweet saying that they were having the same issue again. Xbox One controller, no issue. DS4 is no issue. It's just that Series X. I don't know what's like that. So I put feedback in on that. Um, I checked out Resident Evil Seven through it. Mm-hmm. Um, not too bad. That actually performed pretty good. Uh, the one that was just going wild and bugging out on me was the messenger. Because I said, you know, let me let me try like you know like a game like Resident Evil, you know, a little more three D intense. Let's see how that goes, and then let me just try you know something that I thought should just be you know fairly easy. But that one, I was getting frame rate drops and and um, lag like crazy. And that is a game that's pretty twitch. You cannot have that. So I mean, I was just running into stuff and and dying like over and over. So I was like, all right feedback on that and i said no i'll give it some time and then uh, try it again like this weekend that's cool yeah. you know yeah. i actually i'll say this i actually uh i actually went out and get, bought my son an xbox one controller it's mm-hmm. interesting controllers or are very difficult to come by as well as well mm-hmm. as the systems uh controllers or what well, well, at least went back when i was trying to buy him one there mm-hmm. was it was almost like no controllers in my area to find, but I did find him a controller, Xbox One controller, and mm-hmm. he hasn't had any issues since using that. So right. yeah, yeah, uh, I, I don't know why it just pop pop back up in my head, but yeah, they definitely got to do something with the controllers because uh, mm-hmm. people, it's fine for me 
and also my son because my son's uh, xbox and, and the monitor he has is at his computer desk and so he's never too <laughs> far away in this room but right. as well as myself at my desk, I'm never too far away from my PC where I can't have it wired and it's fine. But for other people, say you're you're playing it on your TV in your living room or basement or whatever, you're sitting on the couch, you don't want to be, you know, have a like a five foot wire <laughs> connected <laughs> right. to your controller, you know, right. from, from wherever you're sitting. So it's uh it's something they got they definitely gotta work on. Yeah. That's the uh, um Artemis said like okay the um Apple released uh compatibility for DualSense and new Xbox controller with the new iOS update. Oh, so, nice, nice. Cool, cool. So I would definitely I'll look into that. I'll try it again, see what happens there. Um other than that, I was playing um It Takes Two with my daughter, but then you know she she got a got into herself into a little bit of trouble last week, so she was a bit grounded from playing games and everything. Mm. You know how that oh, is. You know, yeah, you know, absolutely. When we, ground, when we ground them, we ground ourselves. Yeah. So yeah. I don't think so. my kid has seen her. I her she hasn't seen her iPad in three months. It seems. Mm, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's going on a week. No switch. No no tablet. No no games with daddy. Like we, you know, we, we can watch. She'll watch some shows and stuff like that with me. But other than that, no, none of the electronic stuff. So hopefully, you know, she's had a pretty good week. We can get back to doing that. Um, other than that, I'm still playing through Immortals Phoenix Rising. So oh, working yeah. on that one still. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, yo, that was a really good game. I, I need to finish that. Yeah. Um, yeah, but let, let's uh, let's go ahead uh get into the topics here, get into All the right. show. So what we uh we got blessed with a uh a state of play today. Mm-hmm. And that state of play is uh um was at five PM eastern time uh they it was really short and sweet to the point didn't really have too much going on with it they only showed really they showed the subnautical i think that's a dlc or expansion or maybe it's a whole new subnautical game but they showed that and it's uh, being the second part part two it's a part two okay it's part two that that that's now coming to uh playstation 4 playstation 5 they showed uh, now Among Us is finally coming to PlayStation, and also if you you can, they they got of course in typical PlayStation fashion they got like exclusive DLC. There's the right. there's a Ratchet and Clank DLC look where you get you know how like you get the little pets that follow you around in Among Us where that's Clank and you get the little uh, the ears from mm-hmm. from ratchet as well so that's uh exclusive to playstation and then they also showed uh did a deep dive on ratchet and clank which i i have to say i find it curious because i was told by people that you know this ratchet and clank rifts apart it's nothing new here there's no, there's no difference here between this and the playstation 4 game that so, could totally run on a PS4. Yeah, it could totally run on the PS4. You know, <laughs> right, right. the gameplay is not different at all. It's the same exact gameplay. Why? Well, you know what? They did a, a state of play and went on about 10 minutes talking about all the differences with the gameplay. Curious. Curi- did, and you, did, one, did you guys watch the state of play? And what did you guys think about all the new features of Ratchet and Clank Rifts Apart? The fact that all that stuff could have been... <laughs> Slow mm-hmm. you, you, you mm-hmm. slow you, you up here trying to start a fight with people. Who, who start a fight with who? Who? What, what uh, do you mean? I don't know what all the PlayStation fans you trying to start a fight today. 
I am not trying to start a fight today. All I'm saying is that I was told that <laughs> this could not be done on a PS4. No, no, no. That's no, no, no. You're, you're getting it reversed. I, I'm not saying it can't be. Whether it can or can't be done on the PS4, I don't care. Oh, okay, I got what you. What I am saying is that people told explicitly to me there was nothing about that game that could not be done on the PlayStation 4. That's true. That's what they said. But then they also yeah. said there was nothing new in the gameplay. And I'm just like, but the. Oh, the, there's a the lot of rifts, rifts. and then mm -hmm. you can you can like lasso the rift and then go Just teleporting through rifts is different it's different oh, yeah. already uh, oh shout out to enrique basement radio arcade podcast with the two dollar super chat says dps salute slow mo e jackson and forte what's up what enrique how's it going man oh you know what the, the fact that enrique came in here um why won't you um E, you wasn't on the show yesterday. Was the was the outro that uh did you hear the outro that he gave you yesterday? I did not. He did say in the DM that he did an outro for me. I haven't had a chance to listen. Because he won't put timestamps in there. I got time to listen to the whole show. I want the timestamp. <laughs> yeah, you know, that, that is true because you know our, our outros do go about 15, 20 minutes long. <laughs> Shout out Enrique. Oh man. Yeah, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna go back and listen to it. Yeah, no. Oh, Patriots are back. Okay, I'm sorry. Patriots are back. That's all I, that's all we, I want to we, say. We, we talked about this, man. Hey, Patriots are back. We, okay. we got to go back. You did mention that. So my I didn't think we was going to get the quarterback that we okay, wanted. Okay, but Sue, we talked about this. No, okay, no, game, no, no, all right. no sports. NFL right talk over. Okay, thank you. Um, so, <laughs> Eric, did you get a chance to watch the state of play? I did. All right. What did you think about it? Um... Yeah, when they the indies that they teased, I felt I was like, "This that's it." It was like this two, and I'm, it was like two. I was like, personally for me, not for anybody else. I was like, I don't really care about because I, I did not care for the first Subnautica. I was like, "Eh," you know. And like Artemis asked in the in the chat, I said, "Are people still playing Among Us? Mm -hmm. Like, is it still hype?" I haven't, I, I haven't played Among Us in a minute. I have to say that. Oh, oh shout out to the Ash and Luca with the five dollars super chat. She said. Well, people were saying Returnal was a copy of Record. Eye <laughs> <laughs> emojis. Curious. Their minds. Where are they? I don't know, Luca. I don't know where their minds are. They, they, they This must have been rotted out by fanboyism. I don't know, man. No, <laughs> you know what? I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead, Forte. I was going to say, they said that, you know, if you um, squint really hard and just focus on the character and just take all the glitz and the glamour away that it was basically recourse. So I guess, <laughs> I guess if you squint really, really <laughs> like, really, really right. Yeah, yeah. Really hard. I see recourse. I see a shot of recourse. No, that's not recourse. I don't yeah. know. The, the one thing I did say, I, I think I might have said this to you guys. I can't remember for sure, but I said, uh, slow mo said, at, no, that's what I looked at. Return. Who said who's Artemis? I don't know who that is. I didn't say Artemis. Uh, I, I don't recall that, but uh, I'm back. Pull the, pull the, the Did I say that? Pull the tape. No, it's definitely slow mo. Uh, he's the one. E, he's the continue, one. continue. We we're not going to deal with these distractions. E, continue. Okay. No, I said, uh, <laughs> now I said on the Returnal thing. Now I remember looking at Returnal. And I said, you know, this is what Recore should have been. Right. But I never looked at it and said, this looks like Recore. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's two different things, right? 
Is it as bad as the comparisons between Rise um, and God of War, or is, is or is that one worse? Oh man, that's a good question. Um, I think they're equal. They're both like, no, stop this, stop it. No, but actually, I mean, you could look at Rise and kind of, I mean, the fact that they're just both like you know, third person action like type games. But I'm like, but I'm looking at, it, I'm like, that's pretty much where it stops. Because you know, Rise looks beautiful, like especially in the cutscene type thing. Mm-hmm. But it's pretty stiff as far as like the combat is like pretty much more like QTEs, and it's pretty stiff and repetitive in what it's doing. You know, right, right. You know, God of War. I mean, you just look at them side by side. It's got all all kind of stuff going on. You know, and, and the action and everything. Do you and think it's? Thing, do you think it potentially yeah. is just people looking at camera angles? Yeah, and 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 saying, oh, well, this is a similar combat style game with the same camera angle. Oh, this is a copy right. of this. Right, that's it. And and the only thing I looked at when I when I looked at Returnal and made the 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 connection to Recore, I just said Recore would have done better if it had it not tried to be like an open world game on top of what it was doing. If it was like like a more maybe semi open world or just even you know point A to point B type game. I think that would have serviced it better as far as, you know, like the way you play it. And then, it, then it also wanted to be a platformer, which the platforming parts weren't actually that bad. It was probably one of the better parts of the game. But mm. yeah. not to make this record cast, I'm saying, because I know we were talking about the state of play. <laughs> right. But no. But yeah. Um, but no, other than that, getting to the Ratchet and Clank stuff was was cool because up to that point, like my daughter had not seen it. So I wanted to make a point to sit with her. And um, yeah, looking at that game, I, I actually thought the same thing you did at one point. I'm like, yeah, didn't people say? Looking at this game, I'm like, people did say that this could totally be a PS4 game and we won't be surprised if they walk it back. You know, Jim Dance moves Ryan doesn't walk it back <laughs> and say it's going to be. And I remember looking at it when they first showed I'm like, I don't, I guess they could squeeze it and make it happen, but this does not look like it will be running on a, on a PS4. <laughs> not well, anyway. Right, right. No, uh, you know. Well, well, real quick, got another super chat from Dirt Griggity in the house. Dirt Dirt, dirt's in the house. Uh, five dollars super chat. Dirt I appreciate Griggity. that. Appreciate that dirt. He says Ratchet and Clank and Returnal Metacritic got some of my Xbox bros tripping, tripping, tripping. <laughs> Calm down, fellas. Xbox will be fine. Sony games always be looking fire. Hey, I I agree. And also shout yep. out to Dirt yep, in his yep. podcast. Uh, we bleed green Mondays at I think that's that's seven p.m. I think. Are y'all gonna be green? Are they gonna be bleeding blue this weekend? You know, with all the PlayStation news. Yeah, maybe, maybe they might. They might be a little blue. You know, might might be a little 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 bluish. You know, a little bluish. (laughs) Some games. Shout out! Shout out to to that amazing panel. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Mm -hmm, Uh, Eric, mm -hmm. continue, man. My bad. Oh no. So, um, but no, but yeah, I just kind of walked out of it. Like, I don't need to see anything else from Ratchet and Clank at this point. Mm -hmm. Like, just give it to me. Like, I'm just ready for it. But what was awesome is in watching it when they. When they got to rivet, like my daughter literally like sat up, you know, and she was like basically like like who is that type of thing, mm. you know, and that's awesome. And I was just thinking like this is this is the cool part of gaming is when you know you have like inclusion and you have something that you know relates to a gamer because you know she's a little girl, so her thing is all like girl power. So when she sees like a girl character, whatever the case may be, like you know kicking some ass and doing stuff, then she starts to pay attention. So facts. Yeah, so she she's all about ribbon. She goes, I like her. I like her tail. Is what she said. <laughs> I'm like, all right, you know, whatever sticks out to you. Yeah, but, no, I, but she was hella impressed, like with me. 
Yeah, I, I like the new character. I, I like the new mm-hmm. dynamic of adding that character into it. It, it, it kind of breaks the. I mean, you there, there's been plenty of Ratchet and Clank games already. It's, right. They did the remake, which I actually it was always on my backlog to do, but it wasn't until I saw the trailer earlier this week that I said, you know, what, let me just go ahead and finally because I, I always planned on playing it before playing Rift Rifts Apart. And mm-hmm. I said, well, let me go ahead and play it. So I, I, I've been playing it this week. I'm really enjoying it. But again, it's good to kind of make sure that you have something new. You know, you kind of yeah. break the, the 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 typical so that you don't have like any kind of uh, IP fatigue. Change mm-hmm. some things up. I think that was exactly. really smart of them. Exactly. But um, but no, um, overall, I thought... Yeah, it was a, it was a good state of play. I mean, they said what it was going to be. I, I did think there was probably going to be a few more indies than what they showed, but it's all good. You know, we're, we're heading up closer to the like E3 festivities or around that period. I know they're not going to be there, but but for a state of play, they got in, they did what they had to do, and they got out. It wasn't right. like they didn't drag it out. It didn't carry on longer than it needed than it needed to. So yeah, and that that's always good. appreciated. Respect my time. Yep. You know, you, you showed me what we came to see and we owned up yep. out here. I, I was, I guess, because there was this, uh, you know what, that, you know what I missed? I missed the whole, I got I got this state of play mixed up with the, the China showcase that they were going mm-hmm. to do. So I need to do some, uh, like probably tomorrow check-in with that because that happened today as well and that's where Lost Soul Aside was shown we're going to get into Lost Soul Aside uh, uh, in this gameplay as the next topic later but yeah uh, yeah, I just thought it was uh, it was it was a uh, well paced and it was short and sweet and to the point um, Forse what about you man did you get a chance to see it and how would you like it oh no I, I, I got a chance to see a little of it because uh, I was at work but overall I think it's um I think it. I mean, I think it was going to be knocked out of the park, anyways. I didn't think it was going to. There was really no question around this one for me. I just think that the biggest thing is most people just, you know, when you got two bangers coming out really close to each other, it just seems like that's what just the conversation. Some people like it, some people don't. And you know, for me, I just take it as a situation where Xbox is doing great, Game Pass is doing great, 22 to 23 million subscribers, X PlayStation is finally talking about some great games coming, uh, Returnal looks um, looks amazing after getting a chance to see some gameplay of it, Ratchet and Clank with their trailer kind of knocked it out the park, we got a chance to see Rivet, which is, I'm more interested in that than anything, mm-hmm. and then um, State of Play just kind of just topped it off um, by just adding a little bit more um, sauce to the fire, so I think overall, all these systems are doing great, you know, so I'm, I'm super excited. We got Pokemon coming out for switch tomorrow. Oh boy. So no oh boy, it's going to be, look, man, this month, <laughs> the next month and a half is going to be fire for games. So well, I, I, that, that wasn't, I, I'm not a fan of Pokemon. So my old yeah. boy was hey, a very hey, different well, old boy. Well, than yours. Well, <laughs> well, I'm, well, I'm not a fan of it either, but I can also understand and, you know, genuinely, care about the people I know that's going to be lined up outside my store tomorrow yep. for the 150 pre-orders or 140, 53 pre-orders I had for the game. Wow. And those people are going to, and those people are Pokemon fans. That's, so that's crazy. You know, no, so check it out. What, what game you think going to sell better tomorrow? Pokemon or Returnal? Oh, clearly Pokemon. I mean, that's, okay, that's, that's so, not even like Pokemon's probably going to be what the you top think 10. Sell better, Pokemon or Ratchet and Clank? Still Pokemon. Which one you think you think Ratchet and the Clank go? You think if you put Returnal and Poke and Ratchet and the Clank together, they go outside Pokemon? No, no, no. Nope. 
<laughs> Pokemon so, is so once different. again, Pokemon is a big deal, and it comes out tomorrow. And we also got a game from um, PlayStation coming out tomorrow. So yeah. um, I'm excited just to see other people excited. So there see, it that's is. The thing. That's the thing, Forte. Is like, I don't care for Pokemon, but I respect it. I respect it. That's the I thing. I respect it. You, know, I, I, you can't do nothing but respect it. At yeah. this point, I mean, dude, they got two more Pokemon games coming out there. When's the last time they, re- they released three Pokemon games in one year? They're releasing the remakes. I felt like there was one like every week. Like at one point, I was like, well, yeah, there was one every week a long, <laughs> long time ago. But they got the two coming out at the end of this year. I forget what the mm-hmm. remakes of their, I forget what the names of them are, but they come out at the end of this year. And then you got Snap that's coming out now. Um, and I know as soon and then think about it, then they got Zelda Breath of the Wild in the works. We still haven't heard anything about the new Metroid game that they kind of been hush hush on for a while. So there, there's an opportunity for them to literally destroy the end of this year, depending on what happens with all these games that they're talking about. And then we got Xbox and PlayStation and PlayStation is doing their thing in the middle of the year. My only thing is what's going to happen at the end of the year with PlayStation. Cause we know what Xbox got coming at the end of the year. They got halo. We possibly could get um, Starfield. who knows. And then game pass pretty much anything they can get in there day and day from a third party is pretty much an exclusive to Xbox when it comes to just the, the price point of the game. Um, PlayStation is the only one I'm wondering like what the end of the year is going to look like, but for right now they're well, knocking it out the park, and that's all that really matters. Like right now, hearts and minds are still pretty much with um with a uh, PlayStation when it comes to these games that's about to release. Right. Well, I would say if it's if it's still going to make it, um, probably uh, Horizon Zero West. Zero Zero West. <laughs> yeah. I so love Horizon that. could be like. I hope know, it comes out at the end of this year. I mean, that's if it's still going to make it this year, but if it does, I just want, it, I just want be, that might be their fall to, game. I just want the story to actually be something that I can follow this time and not feel like I'm falling asleep. I've been, I'm <laughs> still playing through it on PC. It's gotten, it, it, I, I see what people say about the game gets better. I think it's like one of those slow burn games where you have. To How really, far are you? I'm pretty far. I, I have you passed? Have you made it to the to the castle and stuff? The city. I, I made it to the city. I've met the the, the emperor type dude, and yeah, and I went through that mm-hmm. entire story arc part. Now I'm kind of moved on to the next part. So I I right. think I'm 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 very very deep into it. In that part, when you make it to the the city, and then you start dealing with that storyline and the whole mystery of what happened to that one um um captain's sister kind of stuff. That that's where the the story kind of takes off. And I, I, the game did significantly improve in, in, in my interest. And now that I'm gotten a little bit deeper with uh, the skills and stuff that I, I'm enjoying the combat a bit more. It's just, it, it took a while to get there. And, and uh, I kind of hope that uh, Zero West, uh, of, or sorry, Forbidden West, actually, actually kind of gets into West? that Hold stuff on. sooner. I did say Zero West before, yeah. didn't I? Yeah, yeah, you you got me saying in that. <laughs> Have you um been progressing in your uh stalwart heavy armor set, the shadow stalwart armor? I don't have that yet. The quest man, that's the most OP armor in that game. Yeah, I, I, I got. I, I'll have to. Uh, I got that armor, and I was like, I felt invincible against all these. Yeah, everything it is, it is OP. Once you get that one, once you get that armor, what, you feel what's, OP. What's it called again? It's a uh, shadow stalwart, the heavy armor. Okay, I love yeah, it. Gives you like a protection um, shield and everything. It's it's ridiculous. It's it's like 
is there's no reason to wear anything else once you get that armor. Mm-hmm. But the but the but to get that armor is a <laughs> yeah. You got to do some. You got to do a lot of stuff to get that armor. Well, that that makes that's fine for me. Look, if if you yeah. get something that's OP, but you got to go through a lot to get it. Cool. Like if it's, I play, yeah. When I play Ghost of Tsushima, I had to. Uh, there's this armor that you get. That I mean, it reduces so much damage. You could really like, even though I was basically just running through ghosts and 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 killing everybody, like like you know, and then doing the whole pose and pause thing after you slice mm-hmm. someone down, and he mm-hmm. kind of like slides to the ground, kind of stuff. But if you ever felt like there's a particular quest line with uh, armor where you gotta go to like these villages and they give you pieces of it, and then you got this uh this blacksmith put it together for you, but you get that armor, and it's just like <laughs> if you die with that armor on, it's, it's it's clearly all your fault. Like it's it's almost impossible <laughs> to die with well, this you armor. Definitely on. Want- you definitely want that armor so when you get into the because the DLC, I feel like uh Frozen Wilds is probably the best part of the game. Yeah, I was, to the I was DLC. Gonna, yeah, I, I, was I haven't that, I want to um, get to that. I haven't got to that yet. Yeah. Yeah, because you have two scenarios with you know PS4 games and both Uncharted and um, Horizon, where their mm-hmm. DLCs were actually better, better than, than the game. base game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But, but yeah, let's. Uh, I, I think it's about time we we moved on to uh, the next topic uh, and, and to sum it all up. Uh, state of play, you know, wasn't wasn't bad. wasn't wasn't like last time where they just gave. What uh, was your prediction people... on it? What, what do you give it? Well, I don't, I'm not giving. I don't give those things a score because they. Yes, you do. You got to give it a score. I can't. I'm not giving. I don't. What's I didn't. When they used to do inside the Xbox, I didn't give that a, a score. Oh, I'm you didn't not, give the Xbox a score? No, because they because they you were. Sure? All, I think Enrique would ask all the time. We had to give a score. Yeah, I, I'm not giving. I'm not really down with giving. Scores how many? I think he stuff. always asking how many slaps. How many slaps does it get? Uh, yeah, I, I, I keep telling you, I'm not giving it a score. You keep trying to make me give it a score. I don't understand what's 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 oh, the problem just, here. I'm just asking you because you know when Enrique asked you to give it a score, you gave it a score. I'm not I guess. Kidding. I guess he he means more to you than me. You know, uh, here, moving on, moving on to Law Soul aside. So earlier this week, I think it was Tuesday, we finally got graced with some new footage of Law Soul aside, and it's been about two years since Yang Bing, who is the creator of Law Soul aside, and his studio Util Game Util Zero Games, has shown us anything from this game, and. It looked really good, you know. Still, I I think it have still had a little bit of jank in, in, here and there, but I I like what I saw. We got initially 17 minutes of gameplay for it, and mm-hmm. then um, the game being came out with uh, a, a another version that had an additional minute added in. It's just like an additional cutscene or so at the end of the uh, the entire the entire gameplay reveal, but. Uh, I think it has improved uh, a lot with the combat, improved a lot with the visuals. They're definitely getting their feet wet with Unreal Engine 4. And overall, I'm I'm really excited for the game. Uh, what about you, what about you Eric? Uh, did you get a chance to see the uh, Lost All Aside gameplay? What did you think of it? Yeah, um, I, I loved it. I loved the um, the update. I was like, that's why when you put in the, um, the DM the other day, I was like, are we finally getting this game? <laughs> like 2016 was like the first like reveal of it right 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 i was like man is this game gonna go the way of deep down like they showed it but it becomes like mm-hmm. an urban legend 
but no, mad hype to get like finally like an update, and for that to be the update was fantastic. Like this is these types of games are like right up my alley. So so I'm I'm high. I really I really dug what I saw. Um, like you said, yeah, there's some jank, but then there's plenty of time for them to still fix that out or right, or, right. or or iron that out. I should say, not fix it out, but um, but yeah, it looks fire, man. It looks incredible. So yeah, I think some of the stuff that's new with it that I didn't. Like I, I didn't anticipate they would do was like now you can turn like your companion into like a hoverboard and actually mm-hmm. like glide into this like areas where you're 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 like basically tra- traversing through the map with a hoverboard right. and still being attacked by enemies and they got airships now that are attacking you and you gotta evade them and then just like I mean in just eighteen minutes you get three boss boss fights. Yep. I I, I just thought that they just all the different ways that your character has all these different attacks. I'm, I'm wondering now, I think with the gameplay reveal, they just have him like completely unlocked with everything just to really show you the whole breadth of what is in store. But I feel like more than likely you can't do all this stuff immediately. And you're mm-hmm. going to have to unlock a lot of these abilities to be able to do the kind of stuff that he's showing you in the gameplay reveal. But I, I, it also got me curious on like what the controls are like and how, how the the game design is set up with the gameplay in general because mm-hmm. it, it just seems like it's so much and it's nothing seemed too repetitive in, with the attacks it was almost like i'm i was watching like a movie or something mm-hmm. uh but yeah what, yeah what, what did really you cool think about, about that i'm sorry i didn't mean to cut you i was gonna say real quick on um, what was like really cool about it like it definitely i wonder how if some of that some of dmc5 kind of inspired him like you said with the hoverboard like your your companion or whatever because there were scenes like where nero could like kind of jump on his hand and like glide around the, the uh the, the stage or whatever you know solving things and mm-hmm. that's uh yeah i'm definitely seeing i'm definitely seeing some of that in there but i'm with that you know hey you know inspiration comes from everywhere so yeah yeah absolutely uh, forte what did you think about it? I think it was really good. I mean, when I was watching it, I was like, no, this looks like an even more over the top version of Final Fantasy 15. Yeah, yeah. right. That's a good call out for it. Yeah, the way that you like just like even looking at the gameplay that you're playing right now, I was like, when I watched it in the stream, I was like, yo, this just why does this look like Final Fantasy 15? And then I'm like, that's what it is. It's the movement, like the whole dashing around the map and the open areas and the 3D being able to control your characters in 3D space like instantly. Mm-hmm. And then I'm just looking at all the um all the the pyrodetics and the and the and the effects that they're using in the game. And it look, man, when it comes to games like this, the more you can jazz it up and make it uh, and more eye candy you can put on the screen really makes these games stand out more. And just to think that this game is made by a development team that is like not even a quarter of the size of what Square Enix does when it comes to the Final Fantasy game, just knowing that this is something that we're going to get. And it, it looks, I am highly impressed. And I know um, you've been waiting for something like this to come for. <laughs> feels like a year almost uh, it's, it's been longer than that it's as long as i've been doing i've been covering lost soul aside ever since i started my channel and i've been really kind of just like eagerly waiting for this game to come out and it's always been i i know there's been a lot of uh behind the scenes uh just just turmoil and 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 tension between uh yang bing and the uh china hero project people because the game yeah. was supposed to be out before the, the PlayStation 5 came out. 
Yeah. And they, they definitely missed that bar by, you know, which is, which is understandable considering that this game, when we first saw this game, Yang Bing was making it all by himself. He didn't have a studio behind he him. He didn't have a studio behind him, yeah. It, now he's got like Square, and that's it, Square, sorry. Sony and Epic have been, you know, helping him and, and providing support for China Hero Project. And they've allowed him, they, they've helped him be able to kind of get a team together. But they they also increased the scope of what they were doing with the game when they did that. So it's not like whatever his initial vision was is now broadened. And now what you know that that vision has changed, there's more that you're adding to the game. That also means that the people that you added are also doing more than what you int- initially anticipated they would be doing. So now the development has extended on. Now there was an uh, announcement, I think it was either earlier today or last night, that Lost All Aside will have a PlayStation 5 version. Mm. which kind of gets me thinking that we might actually get a release date soon because if you're definitely talking about having a whole different build for playstation 5 then then from playstation 4 then i'm thinking if if you're at that phase of things where you're you're starting to you're you're done with like just basic development you're now starting to get different versions of the game put on different on different platforms then i'm thinking you're you're probably getting close to the tail end of development at least at least in my in my theory you are so hopefully maybe we might actually see it soon but my i still kind of holding to my my theory that it's not too soon i think it, I, don't, I don't think it's going to be out until next year like 2022 mm-hmm. but at, mm-hmm. at least then we know that like they they've been working on the playstation 4 version and the playstation 5 version so there'll be multiple versions that and we'll one of them will actually take advantage of the hardware that's the current hardware that's out um you can I, definitely feel every time I look at the game, I always feel like outside of Final Fantasy, it's just like does this the people that made this game must really like Devil May Cry. Yeah, that's why. it definitely has a lot of Devil May Cry in, in the combat. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, when I look at the combat, that's all I kept seeing was like, okay, I see Final Fantasy gameplay where it comes to the environments and the movement, but when it comes to the combat, I just see Devil May Cry all over it. Yeah, and that yeah, it's it's definitely got that those combinations. It's, but when it comes to Final Fantasy fifteen, way more in depth uh, fighting because yeah. like Final Fantasy fifteen, mm-hmm. I I could I could have even though I quit the game because I, I couldn't stand it. I I was reasoning through all combat once I realized all I had to do was do that phase dash into enemies to yeah. start every fight, and no one unless I was fighting at night where the enemies were OP. I didn't have any problems whatsoever. So it was just like, it was so easy, but this seems like this is going to be, you know, a, a little bit different of an animal than what we got with Final Fantasy 15, way more focused on the action and the combat than, than 15 was. But yeah, I, I could definitely agree with you about like Devil May Cry. It's definitely got that, that vibe to it. Mm-hmm. Um, with, I saw, so I made a comment and Okay. I saw some people on Twitter didn't quite agree with my comment, but <clears throat> essentially I said that it's been so long since we've seen Lost All Aside and with the rise of Chinese developers, like when we first saw Lost All Aside in 2016, it was like a shock to see something that looked this good from one dude and a Chinese developer where you don't really typically hear about a lot of Chinese developers. Since then, China Hero Project is on like phase three. 
and they've got mm-hmm. like they, some of those games have already come out like Genshin Impact has come out and done extremely well uh we've seen other games uh, uh start to get a little bit of uh, a little bit of uh, press and and some 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 publicity from Sony like uh, Anomunonium that was shown in uh last year in one of their showcases and so we also saw Game Sciences Black Myth Wukong and that one probably was the most impressive out of any of the China uh the Chinese developer games I kind of made propose that you know maybe this game people have been waiting for this game for so long that other games have kind of come up and been a little bit more impressive and i think and, and maybe this is just me but i what i've seen from black myth wukong to me is a game that has me a little bit more excited than lost soul aside i think it looks Way, it uses the exact same game engine but looks way better like the combat isn't as fast paced in Black Myth Wukong but still it has its own style to it and what Game Science has done that it seems like U20 Games hasn't been able to accomplish yet is have the their animations look so amazing and seamless and transitioning from for example, like when the uh, the the monkey and um and Black Mifu Kongs transforms from like an insect back into his uh his 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 self his usual self, there is no jank. Like I couldn't find anything janky in any of the the eleven minute gameplay they showed or the the, the trailer that they showed afterwards. Just like nothing like that at all. And so I think some people got a little upset with me comparing them, but I think the comparison makes sense when you got two two indie studios from the same region both making similar kinds of games. That mm-hmm. like you can make a comparison like that and say like, well, you know, which one seems to be more anticipated and which one has kind of made maybe potentially stolen some thunder from the other what do you guys think about that mm. no i mean i mean i'm in agreement with you on that um because only for the fact that when we see games like this it's like you get iterations on it right but it's not necessarily you know like RBK's original like even forte just kind of said looking at it he goes i'm seeing kind of like a mashup here of like Devil May Cry and Final Fantasy 15, but also with like their own little spins on things, you know, right. it kind of pushes like the genre forward. So yeah, for that fact, when I look at Black Myth Wukong, I'm looking at that where I'm not really, my first instinct wasn't to look at it and say, well, I see Devil May Cry in this, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I saw, I won't say it was original because we've seen games like that, but it was doing something that looked more original. Like it kind of almost kind of looked like it was, borrowing something from like like souls games but didn't look like souls like it looked better in, in most cases you know what i'm saying i mean souls, souls games are beautiful don't get me wrong i'm just saying it looked like they were trying to do like their own thing with like you said like the way you know the the character transitions into different things it wasn't just a flurry of like you know particle effect and lights and everything like that and mm-hmm. weapons flying all around the place it looked like it's more methodical in the combat that it's trying to do right right and stuff like that so yeah, I don't know why people would trip for you to kind of make that that call, that call out or whatever, you know, because as but as like you said, I'm kind of with you in that fact, like what 
what left that the bigger uh, impression is Black Myth came and it was like, who? What was it? Like, look what it did to the timeline. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I remember. Exactly. You know, everybody. I mean, you know, everybody was hype. You know, and like Xbox dudes were doing the usual thing where they're going to fill, like buy them. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, like you know, buy the studio. You know, they haven't dropped the game yet. By the studio. Yeah, yeah, and there's certain <laughs> games that come along where everybody's just kind of on the same accord. Like, yeah, like, you know, people put the weapons down. You know, you have PlayStation guys and Xbox dudes, and yeah, that, that looks dope. You know, and everybody's kind of celebrating that. And I'm not saying Lost Soul Aside doesn't do that, but you kind of look at it and you kind of say, well, yeah, kind of, it looks like the types of things that I've seen, but I still right. love. So I'm looking forward to playing it where Black mm-hmm. Man Wukong felt like, yo, that looks okay. Something that new, looks, something new. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, we know the story. We 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 know, you know, Journey to the West. We're, we're familiar with that, but yeah, that looks like it's trying to do something a little different. So, yeah, when I when I saw it, I was like, Black Wolf. I, I was like, man, this. What is this? What makes this game different? And it's more mm-hmm. the photorealistic look they went with it. You know, uh, bigger than life enemies. Um, Combat was um, just off the chain, fast, fast paced. I wouldn't be surprised if that game is something that could run well above, a, you know, especially on PC. But mm-hmm. like the gameplay I saw, we were looking at if that was actual in-game game in uh, Assets gameplay, that that could have been running at 120 something plus frames per second, how fast it was moving and stuff. And I think that from a presentation standpoint, really, really does stand out a lot. And I think that's pretty much what kind of, took everybody surprised because the presentation was just on another level from a developer that nobody knew anything about. So when you see something like that, you're like, you kind of pay, you know, notice to it because we're getting, you know, games nowadays that, yeah, they look good. Um, We definitely can say that, you know, they put some work into it, but when you see something that stands out like that, it's, you know, people remember that. So I think to me, that's the number one thing that kind of standed out about uh, Black Wukong. But um, the one thing I always tell people, Final Fantasy 15 looks great, too. It just depends on if you actually care about the story itself and um, mm. all the different parts of that game, which a lot of people do. I know some people that that swear by that game. And if you can actually get into the DLC, the DLC is actually some of the stronger parts of Final Fantasy 15. So when I see um, when I see Lost Suicide, it's more of a I see um, you can see the uh, what's the word I'm looking for. You can see the beginnings and what what they actually try to model it after versus a game like Black Wukong where they try to do something completely probably not different in the gameplay department, but they visually went in a direction that was pretty much their own. And I haven't seen a game that kind of stands out visually like that compared to when we, you know, what we were seeing on the PS3 and not PS3, PS4 and uh, Xbox One. And I still think that's probably one of the more graphically looking games that we've seen anything of as of right now until we start seeing more of these next generation games that have been delayed start being showcased. You guys, here's a, here's a question for both of you. Do you think it's yeah. possible that Black Fukong's success in promoting the game and getting the hype that it got 
could be lended to they could lend some appreciation to Lost Soul Aside kind of seeding the the overall global market with a Chinese developer's game. It didn't hurt. Not at all. Mm-hmm. I mean, the more because well, like, what, what I, mean, I mean people... is that if there wasn't a lost soul aside, does Black Myth Wukong still get the kind of uh, the kind of press that he got to the point where we even see Digital Foundry breaking down the video and and, oh, and right. going through yeah. it and 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 well, literally every source out there really going through what they saw and being and marveling at it. Would it still be like that if there wasn't? I... I, I think so. I kind of think so, just because, you know, right now, especially you got to think, when did they show that game off for the first time? What was it last, like August or something like that? Black or, Kong was last year. Yeah. Last year. Mm-hmm. So you got to think what we're in. You know, I think, I think maybe in a different year, maybe not. But I think the fact that everybody was very hyper focused on every little piece of news and every little announcement of a new game that was being talked about last year because there was no E3. Uh, people were stuck in a house getting all their information. They had, you know, you pretty much had to get it yourself um, unless you have friends that, you know, reached out to you and told you the stuff when you were just stuck in your house. So I think a lot of this stuff that normally probably would be a footnote in the conversation ended up being large talking pieces. And especially when you're talking about a lot of people like in our community, when it comes to um, YouTube and podcasts and people talking about all these different um, things that they saw at these events, this was the first thing that stood out. You know, when we were looking at all these different events and I, I don't remember what event it was shown at. was it shown at a state of play or something, or was it shown somewhere else? Black, for the first time, Black Mihu Kong was shown independently. I don't think independently, it, was, yeah, it wasn't shown. It was just dropped, and people were it just, was just like, dropped. "What is this?" Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And all I remember is the day that it, it came. I couldn't remember if it was an event or somebody for somebody else. But all I remember is when it happened. I was like, "Yo, where did this come from?" And it, it, it I think it just basically was one of those things that just kind of got picked up, and people was like, "Yo, this looks fire!" And then. Mm-hmm. The more and more people talked about it, the more, you know, more and more people, the more and more the news outlets picked up. Because let's be for real, we started, I don't know if you guys noticed it this year, but, you know, even mainstay news outlets like IGN and stuff, especially since they've been allowing their um, their talent and their editors and stuff like that to go out and start doing content on their own. Shout out to Dustin Legary doing his own thing on his channel. But you've been seeing a lot of the same stuff that we talked about in the community. You started to see them do it. So, I think that has a lot to do with it too, because there's a vested interest in what our what the community is saying because we drive the conversation more than anything. We may not make the final decision on what actually does good and what does that, but we have a large voice because we're the ones that talk to our friends about it and get our friends hyped about it. And then if they see us talking about it and they see that we're 100%, that means they can go in and start talking about that stuff and they get even more people hyped. So I think that's where the excitement for this game kind of came from, just on the visual standpoint and the way that it looks looks and plays but um in any other year this would have just been a footnote it's just that Mm. last year was just a weird year where every little piece of news that did come out was exciting news for everything good or bad Mm. Mm. yeah that's good that's good you don't mean like the captive audience type thing that's all it was to an extent we still are a captive audience 
to an extent. We're still waiting to see how's E3 going to play. That thing about it, that's all we keep talking about. How's E3 going to play out this year? No one really truly knows. All we know is we don't want to have an E3 like last year where say, everything yeah. is spread out over five <laughs> months. And now for now, if you're a YouTuber or a content creator, that was fine. That was great for you. You were able to always have conversations and talk about uh, stuff that would come up in the him. future. But for a gamer, for a person that wants to know the information, like how much these systems cost, when they coming out, why are we still not knowing this information going deep into September? Stuff like that is the stuff that kept the, the crowd captivated. But along the way, every new game that got announced and released, we were um, on pins and needles. And mm-hmm. everybody was either excited or they were like, this is bad, this is trash. And it was, you know, that that's just the... The mob mentality to, you know, the conversation or slave to the conversation that they want to have versus the conversation that's being had right in front of them. Right. Yeah. Remember when we were like really like we were young and dumb and thinking like, <laughs> yeah, oh man, we're going to have months of gaming information just coming at us. That's going to be fire. And by yeah. the way, we got into that. It was like, this is the worst. This implementation the worst. <laughs> was not the best. And, and, you know, I think I still think that the way things the future is the way things were last year where everyone does their own thing, but Mm -hmm. it it has to get tighter. I think part of the reason why it was so spread out and so seemed so disorganized and, and really frustrating for people who were used to just getting everything in one week was that one E3 wasn't there, but two, the pandemic mm-hmm. really hit people as hard as they did, and they just weren't even capable of really delivering on a, a more concise delivery of information that the way they the way they wanted. Like Jeff Keighley came out and said, like you know, summer games could have been a lot better, and I think that he sees that you know that he 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 would hype up something like Epic. Epic's got something to show us, guys, and it's like literally the, you're just showing a demo, an impressive demo mm-hmm. of Unreal Engine Five. But no, there's no game here. There's just a demo. Mm-hmm. And I think that really disappointed people. And, and you would see over time, it was like every other day, there was another Summer of Games thing that was something that would have been just filler at E3. Right. And so that became an issue. And I think that what I mean by, the, I think the ESA doing E3 is dead. Like it's coming back. But as you saw, they even had to kind of like fall back on some of their, some of the things they wanted to do because they all, they were all trying to, you know, get these, these publishers to, to spend money and, and do all kinds of other stuff. And they just like, we don't need you. We could do this Mm -hmm. on our own. And I think the ESA kind of figured like, all right, well let's, 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 let's fall back a little bit. They got some support, not from the people that already been said they were done with E3, like Sony and and, and EA, but they do have some support. We'll see how it goes, but I I really think E3 is a relic now. It's, it's time is gone and we're going to start seeing, I think all of these publishers and all of these platforms doing their own thing going forward in the future, but they'll make sure to all the, to deliver it all, at least within like two weeks. So mm-hmm. instead of like it being an entire summer and then Microsoft and, and Sony doing the stare down for half the year on the base, most basic of things like the price of the consoles, Knowing damn well they already knew what the price was, they and they just kind of worried that the other one might undercut them. But like, like, like that that dragged on to like September, 
Like that that kind of information normally would have been told to us in June. And that was just unfortunate. It, it was an annoying as hell. I couldn't take it. All right. Um, but uh, let's, uh, let's, uh, let's move on to, I didn't have this in the action, in the official topics list, but I had it in the title and I wanted to talk about uh, Returnal. So Returnal is, and we, we, we spoke about it a little bit earlier in the intro, but Returnal was coming out and <laughs> Um, reviews have been popping up on Returnal, and as we mentioned before, Metacritic score was 86 as of the last time I saw it. Very solid, very, very good Metacritic score. The <laughs> feedback mostly for the game is very favorable. People are enjoying it. They they are surprised that a studio like Housemark would have who really didn't have a lot of games that were big on narrative it would have such a, a very strong narrative game as well as uh their first time doing third person perspective uh 3d combat like this and nailed it and so i think that that's to be commended for this uh, a studio that i always say you're one of the better studios out there and you've leveled up when you can actually do successfully do a particular genre of game and then switch it up and your switch up is just as quality as your previous previous games. You're now looked at on a higher level than you were before. I, I feel that way about Respawn when they did Jedi Fallen Order. I felt that way about Sucker Punch when they did Ghost of Tsushima. Uh, Gorilla when they did Horizon Zero Dawn. Anytime that you are that you're able to show how versatile you are. It's part of the reason why I think Insomniac Games is PlayStation's best developer because Insomniac could literally do anything. You could have them do anything and you just know yeah. based off of their experience and what they've done and proven in the past, they'll nail it. I, it's something that I think that Playground Games is going to be able to show with Fable that a quality developer isn't just hey you're just a rate a, a, a developer that makes really great racers no it's the process it's the culture it's knowing mm -hmm. how to to develop a game and having though your your work ethic and your culture be superior than other studios is the reason why you're able to to nail it and i think i think uh i think playground games and fable will, will show that too but back to returnal <laughs> we we've had some uh it's been an interesting day with these reviews there have been a couple of reviews out here that have and, and I, I said this last night on brap i said this was going to happen that we were going to get reviewers complaining about the difficulty and so here we are and and we've had some very interesting comments from some 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 reviewers what did you guys think about these reviews uh uh eric you can go first um i, I haven't really i haven't read any of them Really, I just kind of looked at the aggregate, like well, um, like the Nibble put out. I think is that how you say his name, Nibble, Nibble, whatever, or uh, Wario retweeted. So I saw like Nibelian, Nibelian, yeah, Nibelian. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, I was like, I was like, wow, you know, because I wasn't quite sure how that was going to come in, <laughs> you know, because from what we were hearing like earlier in the week and over the weekend, you know, with some of these impressions and everything, right? So, um. So the reviews themselves, like the, if you're just looking at the numbers, I'm like, that's like hella impressive. I don't know who fully completed. I'm hoping the majority of them did. Um, so I need to go through and actually look at some of what they were saying. Because like I said, I don't typically read the reviews. I kind of see something I want to play. I kind of rock with that. You know, that doesn't really sway me. Like, I'll just look at the number and keep it moving. 
but I do want to see what some of them had to say about it because especially after power picks put out, you know, that comment that he did, you know, about the, um, the mind leaving, uh, difficulty. I'm like, Oh man, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. But it kind of seemed like that that was yeah, out yeah, there. His but comment I really said that the difficulty of this game reminded him of the of the mind mind leaving difficulty in, uh, in Wolfenstein Wolf Two. Yeah, yeah, and I was like, that's that's crazy because <laughs> that's like a difficulty that you unlock, and that's just insane. And I know Power Picks actually did it because they have like the the trophy and achievement guide for it, right? So that that resonated. So I kind of want to see if what some of those comparisons were. But then on the flip side of that, I see somebody like a Kofi who's not putting a number to anything. Kofi just gives his impressions and Kofi and I kind of align. Like we kind of, we're kind of like, you know, sometimes when he puts things out there, I kind of get a sense of what he's talking about. So, you know, so, but just looking at the reviews again, from a quality standpoint, it looks like it's there. If you're going to judge it on that. Right. Mm-hmm. And it lines up with what we're actually seeing from the game. And the one constant that I'm seeing through preview and everything else is people saying, this is definitely a house mark game. So if you know what they do, you know what you're going to be getting into, you know, and right. it's house mark game is difficult, but if you, you know, if you stick to it, you can, you know, proceed and you, you can achieve and things like that. So so yeah, so it's 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 cool. But see, like you know, here we go. What's the test going to be? We got it. You know, the seventy dollar game, which is controversial. The reviews seem to match it. Um, will the general public overall continue rocking? Because <laughs> those reviews might get people picking it up, and maybe it's going to be something different. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be interesting over the next couple of weeks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Forse, what do you think, man? Yeah, so um, I read a couple of the reviews and from what I was taking from them is the fact that it's not that the game is definitely hard because it's a housemark game. And it, like like E just said, if you played their games before, you kind of know what you get yourself into and you just got to persevere. You know, it's been like that pretty much for all of their games at a um a certain point if you want to play them at a very high level it's just the fact that this is the first one where you actually introduce the roguelike or rogue element to it and um the one thing that i think a lot of people are uh, misconstruing is there's a difference between difficulty and then there's difficulty with um status effects that they add to the game that make it the perception of it being even harder. Like if you're like every review I looked at, they said, you know, having the negative debuffs and status buffs in the game that could just randomly, when you pick them up, you don't even know what you're picking up until you have it. It has suit malfunctions and all this other stuff that kind of just adds to the already, um, the already, um, What's the word? It, it adds to the tension that you already have in the game, and the fact that the runs are so long. You know, like I said, in a rogue, like you're talking about runs, like in something like Hades or something like, um, like uh, Hollow Knight and stuff, which are um, superb roguelites, lights. You're talking about ten, maybe fifteen minute runs per level. And now I didn't like none of the reviews I was I watched really gave a lift to it. But if the way they're talking about it, you're talking about a run, just a run through a level because there's no saving in between levels and with it being all uh, percent, uh, generated, generated. Yeah, yeah. percentage generated. Mm-hmm. So even when you do die, it, it could be like kind of the, it's the same area, but a completely different layout. 
Um, I think that's the thing that kind of just gives it even more perceived, um, a more perceived version of just difficulty. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe if you're, if you're good enough to get through, I, I can see right now, if people are good enough to get through runs without dying, then they won't even see what that perceived difficulty is because I think that's part of the difficulty in going back and picking up status effects. And then, you know, the, the world changing. Then a lot of people just get tired and fatigued. And I think that's another thing too, you know, especially if the runs take as long as they say they take. So uh, it's going to be a different experience for everybody. If you're the type of person that likes to beat their head up against the wall until you finally complete something, then this game is probably going to be the one that's for you. Um, I can see a lot of people buying this game and definitely probably putting it down. Um, I said it on BRAP uh, yesterday. You know, there's a reason that if you want, I guarantee you call a GameStop and say, hey, do you got Demon Souls for the PS5? And they say, yeah, we got it. You say, we hold, well, oh, can you hold me one? And they're probably going to tell you, oh, no, we got a lot of them. Because every store got about 15 to 20 copies of that game in their store. Because mm-hmm. it's so like crazy, because it was a PS5 exclusive, and uh, a lot of people just didn't understand what the perceived difficulty in that game really truly was. So I think that's going to kind of be the same thing with this. Um, Housemark gave it a very, very nice coat of paint and made it look very flashy and very appealing. And if you're a Housemark fan, you're going to buy it just because you know what kind of games they like to play, they like to make. But you're also going to get those casual people in there that they see difficulty and they're like, oh, this can't be as hard as I mean, everybody's saying it's hard, but how hard could it really be until you get into the game and you start beating your head against the wall and repeating levels over and over again? So I can see where some of those reviewers are coming from, but reviewers giving it like sixes and sevens oh well seven's not that bad but sixes and stuff like that's that's what we give cyberpunk and that's what most of these reviewers didn't give cyberpunk <laughs> when it right. was broken mm, and all this other make it stuff. make sense make it make sense forte right yeah. so yeah you we're, we're we're giving cyberpunk nines and tens and you know the game was busted out of the gate and then <laughs> we're giving games like returnal a six and a seven and an eight and it's not because the game's broken the game is actually functioning the way yeah. it should function very, it's just that you're little, not good enough yeah. to play the game the way that it needs to be played in order to feel like you are having a uh you're having an experience that is benefit to what you think it should be versus the thing about a roguelite is your experience is how good you are at the game and that's the thing that you need to take from it if you're good enough you beat this game in 14 to 18 hours. That's what I saw one reviewer. He said, I wrote credits at 18 hours. I'm at 40 hours. And he was like, he was doing all the, the extra quests. And he was, yeah, but he was trying to unlock the secret endings and stuff like that. But he said he wrote credits at 18 hours. So if you're good enough, you'll roll it any, any you'll roll it quick. But mm-hmm. if you're one of these people that struggle, then this game may not be for you. But mm-hmm. I, I'm excited because it's a challenge and it's something new to play. Yeah, I I agree with both of you. I think this is uh um I mean as I said before, uh, I expected some reviewers who seem to be in this uh industry as games media only because they couldn't get into political media. And yeah, it's like <laughs> and, the easiest is the easiest right, form of media to get into. Right. They they don't seem to be gamers and they seem to 
always have another agenda that isn't like telling me if this game is worth buying or not, <laughs> worth playing or not. I'm like, I don't care right. about your politics. I don't care about uh, how, how you feel about uh, the, the state of the world. Can you tell me about this game and can you review it? And it seems like some of these people really like anytime I see someone advocating for like auto mode where it's just like, 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 so what do you, you want to watch a movie? Go watch a movie. Like, yeah, <laughs> play the like, game. What are we it's, doing here? Okay, what, and, what people that, and people that cap for them slow mo, like, you don't know, you don't understand. Like, they're busy. Busy. I'm busy. I'm busy too. I'm like, man, I got a wife and three kids, a house, and a full time job. I'm busy. Yet I'm still willing to play a, a game that has a difficulty that's a little bit higher than than play school level. Like, come on. Like, what are you, what are yeah, you talking about, man? It's called playing games. Yeah, like it's not called watching game. Like, you know, if you if that's who you are, and I'm not like for, because there, there's clearly an industry for that. That's why we got streamers. You know, there are people who are entertaining and they and they and they got a huge followings on Twitch or Facebook gaming or YouTube gaming and people like to watch them for how they play the, how they interact with their with the community and how they play games. And that's mm -hmm. fine. You know, those people are entertaining, watch them, enjoy them. But that's different than playing games. Like if you want to watch a game, go watch it. You wanna play a game, then that should be a different review. Like it's just it's so wild, but I I I to really kind of get into what this topic really should have been. I kind of it's kind of my fault for mislabeling it because I just had it showing this ratchet and playing trailer. I wanted to kind of combine both Returnal and and Ratchet and Clank to kind of talk about uh something that and this kind of a little bit of a curveball for both of you, but it's hardware. I already know kind of answer this question, but I'm gonna ask both of you. Is hardware uh -oh. always necessary to make sure you have the best looking games? Because clearly, clearly, we know that the Xbox Series X is a more powerful console than the PlayStation yes. Five. We know this, but yet, mm -hmm. consistently, we have seen that the best looking games are not on the Xbox console. Very recently, Drew Murray, who just left the initiative, he was a creative director for the initiative. Originally, before that, he was creative director at Insomniac. He had been there for 20 plus years. He's worked on Resistance 1, Resistance 3. He was the lead director for Sunset Overdrive. And he left Insomniac to help, uh, um, help with the initiative. He helped get the uh, development started on the new Perfect Dark game, the Perfect Dark remake that the initiative is doing. And then um, he decided to go back to Insomnia. Maybe he felt more comfortable there, whatever. I mean, that would make sense if someone has worked at a company for 20 plus years. I see that all the time in my company. People leave, go to another company for a year, feel like, mm -hmm. you know, I liked it where it was, back where I was, even if I was making less money to go back there or maybe just, you know, no no you know uh no up upper movement in salary but just maybe flat salary just to go back just because they're more comfortable there it makes sense it's fine but right. he recently came out and said that he thought that the new ratchet and clank ratchet and clank ripped apart now you can say like well he's biased he works at insomniac <laughs> he's also not working on this game but he said right. it's the best looking game he's ever seen i think 
that Insomniac has made the best looking games on the PlayStation 5 platform. I think Miles Morales, to this point, me personally, Miles Morales is the best looking game I've seen on next gen consoles. But the the play that game with mm-hmm. with the uh, the performance mode and ray tracing on, it's light ray tracing, but it's ray tracing with the lighting effects is absolutely beautiful, beautiful game, mm-hmm. best looking game I've seen on consoles. Period. And Drew is saying that to him, this Rift Apart game is 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 the best looking game he's 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 seen. What do you guys think about this? Is it is it the hardware? Or is it the talent of the developer that really determines how a game performs and looks? Or do you want to jump in first? Oh, you want me to go first? Yeah, go ahead, man. Uh, So it's a mixture. It's mostly always going to come down to talent. Talent always um, is the one, because they're the ones that literally take what the machine is and gives it its identity you know if you don't have developers that can push the envelope or developers that can um truly make your platform shine in the best ways possible then you're not going to get the best results you know that's that's something i always will 100 um support because we've seen it throughout all of last generation you know PlayStation did start with a more powerful platform, but remember when the when the generation first started, Xbox had the better games. You know, Rise of the Rome was the best game that was shown on any platform as a as a launch title on the original Xbox was the VCR, which was woefully underpowered compared to the PS4. Mm-hmm. So we saw a game that was much more superior in graphical fidelity. Maybe gameplay probably wasn't where everybody wanted to be, but where the graphics stood out rise on the road still stands up today. You know, that game is phenomenal, especially if you play it on PC now. So we saw an instance with that on Xbox before where good developers got a chance to really code for a game and really, you know, show and stress their stuff when it comes to that platform. Now we're seeing the same thing uh, for the most part, with PlayStation throughout the second half of the whole generation where the Xbox one X was out and that was the most powerful system. Now, did we have games along the way that did show up and play and and look very good? Yeah. I would say halo five was a very, very, very good looking game. Mm -hmm. But when you got games like God of war and you got games like, um, horizon zero dawn and you got last of us and uncharted and not only are those good looking games but the stories and the experiences are second to none then it makes every game that comes on a pre on another platform just like pale in comparison that doesn't mean that the game the system can't do it like i always tell people they make it seem like the xbox series x can't do it because it can do it we see we we know the hardware is capable of all of the experiences in the gameplay and the graphical fidelity that we even get on PlayStation games. But the difference is Xbox, they may have them now, but up until this point, they haven't had those developers that are willing to push that boundary, not just in the graphical sense, but just in the gameplay sense to make the game stand out and make the story stand out to make people care about those games as much as possible. We thought Halo was going to be that game and it still might be that game, but we got to take a wait and see approach on that because it comes out at the end of the year after a woeful uh, viewing of the game from last year. So, 
Um, there's just a lot of stuff that needs to be ironed out when it comes to that with the Xbox side. But PlayStation's kind of proved that over the course of this generation so far, going into last generation, that even if our system is underpowered, we have better developers. Now, who knows what's going to happen in the next two to three years? Who knows what... Um, who knows what the uh, initiative's going to do with Perfect Dark? We don't know how that game's going to turn out. Look, uh, I think Gears Five looks amazing. I think it's one of the best games that looking games that's on Xbox, and I think Forza Horizon is another really great looking game that's on Xbox. Um, but those are games that they've been working on, you know, over the course like forever, and those are the games that everybody are kind of a little bit tired of, and we just want those new experiences. So. I do believe that it does matter. Developers are the ones that push the narrative. They're the ones that make the games look as great as they can look. Um, but Xbox has a lot of games coming up and a lot of uh, opportunity with these 23 studios to really um, push that narrative forward and, can, and completely change it. But as of right now, God of War Ragnarok, we already know what it looked like on PS4. We're expecting it to look like that, but even better on PS5. We saw some screens, some gameplay or some um, in-game assets for Horizon Zero Dawn. We think that's going to look freaking phenomenal. And um, we also saw a tech demo uh, that that uh, Unreal did for Unreal 5 just to show the possibilities of what the PS5 can actually do. So uh, it's going to be a battle at this point, me personally, frame rate matters more than anything. And these developers has complete control over that too. So mm. um, it's just going to be time to see what actually happens. But I, I do think developers matter more than anything when it comes to the games in general versus the system and platform it's on. Yeah, you know, I want to shout out something to Kay Asante in the chat just said yeah, that I was, was actually say, yeah. yep. really, really a uh, great point. He said, just because you have the best hammer doesn't mean you'll build the best house. That's an exactly. amazing, amazing yep. analogy. The experience of the carpenter makes the difference. And I, I fully agree. Uh, e, what, what, what's your perspective on it? Yeah, yeah. Kay Asante hit it like on the head. Um, uh, yeah, like uh, <laughs> how do I say this? Like he, what he's saying, like a tool can only go as far as the person is using it, right? Mm -hmm. And that's essentially what it, yeah, what it comes down to. It's like studios like Insomniac have been doing what they've been doing for a long time, right? So would they do the same thing if they had a Series X in hand or a Series X dev kit and they were doing that? Yeah, I think they completely take advantage and figure out what they're doing with it. You know, I know people talk about the tools and everything, but I just go back to what, you know, I'm not a game designer. I don't do that kind of stuff. I know we have a lot of people in like the bubble who believe they're game designers and they like to tell game designers how it really is. So I kind of like listen to people who tend to know more. And I'm not talking about people who read somebody else's blog and then go report it on their YouTube channel. I'm mm -hmm. not talking about that. I'm talking about people who are actually in the understanding of this and who have said both machines are extremely capable, but it does, it comes down to who is using it. Right. Right. So I'm with Forte. I think both these machines are completely capable of creating fantastic looking games. Who's going to come out, you know, like of the Xbox camp and truly nail that, you know what I'm saying? Like mm -hmm. Forte said, gears five looks really good. Hide Busters was I thought was one of the best looking games on the Series X. That's Coalition. But with that, I said now I want to see what Coalition can do outside of Gears. Yep. 
Yeah. You know, like let them spread their wings because that's going to help them be even better if they come back to Gears. Even though I think at this point, Gears really needs a complete overhaul, but that's neither here nor there. Mm-hmm. So who's going to be next from that side? We've seen where, you know, when it comes to like the PlayStation side of the development, their studios have been at this for a long time. And they tend, they tend to, of course, naturally should understand how that how the systems work, how the development works. And you see it get better and better and better as the generation goes on. They, they usually hit it pretty well when the generation starts, but by the end of it, they understand that machine inside out. So it kind of goes back to what Kayasanti said. It's like they've been given the tool. They know that tool better than anyone, and they have the talent to make a beautiful house, right? Mm-hmm. So when we start to see more of the first-party side of Microsoft, and we're hearing the stories where they have like summits and they get together and they talk, the more they start understanding the tools, we're going to start seeing who is the cream of the crop. Who's going to rise to the top? Because cream rises to the top. You know? Yeah. yeah. And, I, who, and who is the sucker bit? You know, not every, you know, that's, you, that's just how it is. You're just, it's like a team. You're going to have, you're going to have your superstars and you're going to have your role players. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, I, 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 I agree with you guys completely. Talent, over tools every day of the week you know I, yeah. I i can't i can't build a car but you give me all the tools necessary to build a car yeah. guess what's going to happen you ain't getting the car because i don't know how to do it <laughs> and i'm not but saying that like they're, 12 they're hours do- later slow mo still sitting in the driveway like what does this do right 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 you know i'm not right. saying that like you know there are developers out here who can't even do the basics of their job but there, there's a level uh there's clearly a skill gap in, in a lot of different areas and, and mm-hmm. uh, i i remember back at, i remember playing the uh the last of us part two on an original PlayStation and looking at the visuals of that game with this 1.4 teraflops mm-hmm. and saying this is better than a lot of the games I have been playing at that time on my Xbox One X. Right. And it looks better, you know, and and solid, performs better, barely had any glitches or issues whatsoever. And just that level of expertise is it's the reason why they're considered one of the best in the industry. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I just, just something that I, I thought was interesting because I kept seeing so many people like look, also with Returnal talking about how very good Returnal looks and how Housemark was able to nail the aesthetic and the look of the game, the art style for their first time in this foray. And I, it just got me thinking about like, well, I, you know, this game looks good. Is coming out on the weaker next gen console as well as Rift Apart, which is being praised for how beautiful it looks, and mm-hmm. it's it just it's something to, to think about. <laughs> but um, yeah, you know, it's a funny thing that you said that too because that was something people would always highlight. They're like, this game looks amazing on a base PS4. It looks even better on a PS4 Pro. But the funny part about all that was. Those damn machines sound like they were about to explode pushing those games. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it was definitely out of breath. Who's running the vacuum? Oh, that's my PlayStation. My bad. Like, <laughs> right. like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that thing was loud. You know, it was crazy. For real. Somebody um, walked in the room like, why is it so hot in here? Like, oh, is it? <laughs> <laughs> machine over here. You know, I'm just, I'm just playing here. God of War, you know. Just right, saying, right. You know, I, I figured, you know, like, why why use up our, our, our electricity? I'll just turn on God of War and heat up the room. Right. Uh, but no, right. like, uh, to move on to our last topic, 
last topic is about Xbox and PlayStation sales. We got a lot of information in regards to the performance of the next-gen consoles and these two platforms this week. And I, I found it to be very uh, illuminating, <laughs> uh, mm. so to speak, about how well uh, those console, the, the both consoles are doing. And I think it's something that we shouldn't have been shocked about. Obviously, clearly, the uh, clearly both consoles are selling out. They mm-hmm. there's not enough. There's not enough systems out there for people to get their hands on uh i'm still trying to help one of my boys get an xbox series x he i I almost was able to help him get one today i I saw that there was one available and it was gone i'm still trying to help another friend of mine get a playstation 5 the target in my area had one available uh, at, at their store, I tried to, I tried to, you know, I told him, look, you need me to grab it. I'll grab it for you. Just pay me back. And but he said, yeah, go ahead and do it. Before, I, and just in that exchange, mm-hmm. <laughs> it was, it was gone. Rap. It was gone. <laughs> right. I'm like, what the heck? I mean, like I almost, almost had it for you, man. But, um, it's, it's really difficult to get these consoles. And so that has ch- shown that like, it's really been, a, a major success for these uh these platforms. So I'm gonna pull up some statistics real quick mm-hmm. about um about those. But as I do that, would it uh Forsay, what do you think about the sales of these consoles real quick? Uh sales, man, I hate talking about sales of consoles <laughs> because you can't find them. You work in sales. I hate talking about these sales because people I, I you know how many times I get asked yeah, you play when PlayStation gonna be available in store. When Xbox gonna be Probably. available in store? Twenty times a day. Yeah, twenty times a day. At least blowing up the phone still. At least, at least twenty times a day. Um, no, who man? Look, hold on. Before you get deep into it, I want to say the statistics for both of them real quick, and yeah, then we can ahead. get it. So, uh, Z Huge Daniel Ahmad on Twitter reported this that. Microsoft reported gaming revenue of 3.53 billion for the quarter ending March 31st in 2021, up 50% year over year. Xbox content and services revenue up 34% year over year, driven by strong sales, strong software sales plus Game Pass growth. Xbox hardware was up 232% year over year due to Xbox Series X and S demand plus favorable competition versus last year. Um, he said this would be the best Q1 for Microsoft's gaming division since they started breaking out numbers at about six years ago. Hardware growth primarily due to the launch of the Xbox Series consoles, which wasn't the factor last year, of course. Game Pass continues to grow as well. Game Pass numbers are officially at, I know it was, some people were saying 23, but it's not quite 23 yet. It's at 22 million subscribers for Game Pass at the moment and growing. And I, I anticipate probably, it probably hit 30 before, uh, by the end of the year at least. Um, so, so that is Microsoft looking good so far. Uh, they didn't report hardware numbers for the Xbox Series consoles of, as usual. Of but, course, of course. Uh, PlayStation company earnings um, for PlayStation is they reported 7.8 million PlayStation Five sold so far, which is at this point more than what PlayStation Four has sold at that point. 
of 47.6 million PlayStation Plus subscribers, 338 million games sold for PS4 and PS5 in the past year, and 24.4 billion in gaming revenue in the past year. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> that's, uh, you know, I, I, I'm fairly certain that both companies are happy with where they, their results are right now. Now, now yeah. all that said, uh, Forza, you, you can continue, bro. Oh man, I think that's I think in general, like you said, both systems are doing phenomenal. Um, I think a lot of people don't think it's doing as well because they don't see these systems in stores and stuff, but they're selling like crazy online. As soon as they go up online, they go. Mm-hmm. And and I can basically tell you right now that these systems are available in, on websites. They just choose to pick where they're gonna put them out and they just they go as soon as they're gone. Uh, there's a reason that they're breaking all of these records. Xbox is the most fastest Xbox selling of all time. PlayStation is the fastest PlayStation, you know, selling of all time. And it's mostly just due to the fact that, you know, people really, truly want these systems. Some people, uh, it's the fear of missing out. As soon as you see them pop on a website, even if you don't got the money, you're going to buy it. And it's also got a, something to do with the fact that, you know, Uncle Uncle uh, Joe out here giving stimulus money to people and might be giving people $300. <laughs> Uncle, Joe. <laughs> Uncle Joe, he out here. That's my wife call him Uncle Joe. Um, <laughs> Uncle Joe out here might be giving people $300 of, uh, um, what is it, uh, every two weeks or mm. a week? Never know. At this point, you know, we printing this money for people. So yeah, these systems are this is this is phenomenal. It doesn't shock me one bit at all. Gaming has been in a huge uptick ever since this pandemic started. And it's not good. And, and I think the cat's out of the bag. I think people, uh, even people that didn't play games for a long time or they gave up games because they were working too much and stuff like that. I think a lot of those people, because I see them all the time and I talk to them. They say, yo, I haven't played games in a while, but I needed something to do. And man, I, I miss playing games. I miss I miss this feeling of just being, you know, talking to my friends or playing Call of Duty or NBA and stuff like that. So I think a lot of these people are just here to stay. And we're not even talking about the majority of people because there's a lot of hardcore fans out there we see it every day slow boy ejack on twitter i just got my xbox series x i just got my ps5 mm-hmm. so there's a lot of people in this community that are hardcore that still haven't gotten their systems yet so i think this number is just going to just continually to keep going up um you take stuff like game pass for xbox that really um is is a system seller in itself because people are literally seeing like, yo, if these games are showing in their day and date for just the price of a subscription, that's that's a benefit to me. And then you got PlayStation doing the same thing with games like Returnal and stuff, saying, yo, Returnal is gonna be on PlayStation Five only. I can't play that on my PS Five. Uh, Ratchet and Clank is only on PS Five. I can't play it on PS Four. So just that FOMO of missing out on those type of games. Are people are going to go out and get them? And then I just think I wouldn't be surprised. I think they said what? What was the numbers for PlayStation up to this date? Uh, for the the console sales for the console seven point eight million. They're going to pass. They'll 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 pass well past twelve million systems sold this year. Oh yeah, absolutely. That that I think they, that's they might hit fifteen. They might hit fifteen. I don't think Xbox is going to be too far behind because I think we're in a I think we're in a day and age. And this was. This kind of goes back to the bet that I lost to Slow Mo for a game mm-hmm. called Cyberpunk that he ended up 
you know that was that that's broke <laughs> but uh i lost this bet to slow-mo but this is the argument i was making with people back you know last year whatever system has more stock is going to sell no matter what and we're seeing that now playstation has way more stock than xbox has they had at the, i don't know if that's the same case that's going on right now but um PlayStation, they allocated way more stuff in the very beginning than Xbox does. So until these systems are available to pick up in your local store, you're going to continue to keep seeing these things sold out everywhere. And we're seeing projections of, you know, going into 2022, which is crazy. But ultimately, everybody's going to do well. They're all going to just keep selling. PlayStation is going to probably be around 15 million by the end of the year. If I had to put a number on it, if Xbox ever did put a number on it, they probably would be around 10 to 12 million. I don't think I think they're pretty much going to be even Steven through the rest of this year. But then the whole thing is going to really ramp up once um, these systems start hitting stores and people don't have to just you know, grab the first thing they see. Then people have the opportunity to buy what they truly want. And cause I think mm-hmm. that's kind of draw. I think that's kind of drawing the narrative too, because if you can't find a PlayStation, you might just settle for an Xbox. And that's something a lot of people are doing on both sides. They might want an Xbox, but they might just settle for the PlayStation just because they want to get something. So that's kind of working. Uh, that's kind of a thing at work too, um, through this whole conversation about these next gen consoles too. Mm. Yeah, what's up? Yeah, I was gonna say yeah. No, that 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 FOMO is definitely real. It's real. Mm -hmm. It put that it puts that frenzy in. Um, because yeah, slow mo was the same thing. Because um, two of my coworkers one one needs a PS5 digital, one needs a Series X, and I've been yeah striking out. I'm I'm telling you, for me, it's like there was a period where we were getting like drops, like it seemed like every other day. And it seems like the to me anyway the drops have slowed slowed down a little bit. They have, mm-hmm. they have, they have definitely even, slowed down. Yeah, and even when it's not because the companies for for the most part seem to have slowed down on announcing when they're about to do a drop. Because remember, like Walmart was like, we're going to be doing a drop this day or whatever. So right now it seems to be more like on site supply and Wario or whatever. And mm-hmm. even with them just shadow dropping something, like Slomo said, you hit it, it's gone. Let's go. So people are sitting there, they're, they're sitting there with their notification ready to go. Right. So like you said, I think Sony and Microsoft, they're very happy with what they're seeing mm-hmm. where they're probably pissed. It's like bittersweet is we can't get more of these sons of bitches out here. Right. right. <laughs> they're they're <laughs> missing because they could make more. They could right. be making more right now right. than they're currently making, but they can't yep. do more because they literally can't get the supply. And so for right. those who, uh, those who who didn't didn't know um about why that is the the reason why that is the the the, the reason why that's the what's going on is that there's a company called TMSC and TMSC makes a lot of the parts for they they make a lot of the parts for um PlayStation AMD uh AMD and and Xbox so like AMD makes the the chip the chiplets for the 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 sock that goes into the Xbox Series consoles and the place and the PlayStation Five console, AMD goes mm-hmm. to TMC for that. TMSC has is at maximum capacity for all of their foundries, so they they plan this stuff out years in advance. But essentially, they got they've got other customers. They've got automo- automobile 
uh, companies that are putting chips into uh, um, electric cars and, and stuff like that. And they got their 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 orders in. They got mobile phones, got their orders in. And everyone is coming to very few companies to get this stuff done. It, mm-hmm. I think it's only really like Intel does their own their own products but samsung also does the same stuff as tmsc but tms tmsc but most people go to tmsc and they are just now getting around to trying to open up more foundries but that stuff is going to take time to get off the ground even like it brought up uncle joe president biden biden has pledged i think somewhere in there in the range of like Play somewhere in the range of like thirty billion. Uh, call him Uncle Biden. Hey, hey, look, stop. Hey, man, that man. Oh, you know I take that back. Slum on that mind. Yeah, like thank you. Um, he has that. He yeah he yeah. I understand. Never mind. He's not Uncle Biden to to slumo. He ain't Uncle Biden to me. I I, I remember some. I, I don't forget certain comments from him. Anyway, um, oh, well, we're not talking about the comments. That's one thing. Money's a different thing. I but, feel you on that though. All right. Regardless of that, <laughs> the U.S. government has pledged thirty billion dollars towards helping deal with this 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 crisis this this issue with uh, the the tech industry and not being able to get products out. That is, it, it's wild that that is going on, um, but it also shows that like how bad it is and how it's not getting better anytime soon. And all of the analysts are saying, you know what? It's probably not going to change until 2022. So expect to look forward to this all the way past the holiday year where people are going to be going to be kids. I want my PlayStation 5. I want my Xbox Series X. And, you know, like if there could be parents that's going to be stressing if they didn't be able to get it for their kids last year and then they still might not be able to get it a full year later. That's pretty, pretty crazy. Right, right. Uh, well, shout out to uh, uh, we got Gold Chain Gamers in the chat. What's up, Sincere? How's it going, man? What's up, Sincere? Yeah, definitely check out his channel. The dude's an awesome content creator. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, check him out Sunday nights, uh, eight thirty, eight thirty p.m. I think Eastern time. Is this is this show Gold Chain Gamers? So yeah, definitely check that out. Um, and uh, yeah, what's up, Ryan Landis? How's it going, man? Sorry, sorry, I didn't see you there. Uh, yeah, I I think that they are going to continue to have great sales all throughout the year. And it's, it's, I think it's, it's, I know there are some companies that feel hesitant with that because they know that some of it is pandemic driven. So they didn't know once the pandemic is over, whether this kind of demand that they have will still be there. But I, and I do think there will be some people who will fall back once they have more opportunities to do more things. Yeah. But maybe they weren't a gamer before the pandemic. They got into it because they, they were stuck in the house and now they're kind of going to keep it up with it for a little bit. But once things start to open up and they can go out and do the stuff they used to do, they may fall back on it. But then there are going to be some that actually have been playing games and like, man, I you know, they, they can get they can really get I can get down with this. You know, maybe I don't need to go out every weekend and get drunk or <laughs> maybe I don't need to, you know, uh, uh, do some of the other extracurricular activities where you know your stuff got closed down and maybe you were you know always going paintballing with your with your with your boys and now you don't do that no more you know cuz the paintball place is closed or something i don't know you know just like just stuff like that where people will decide to pick up gaming 
realize it's a lot of fun and realize something they they didn't know they were really that interested in and once the pandemic is over they'll still continue to keep doing that i think that's a a very real possibility i think a lot of these companies realize there's going to be a percentage of the population of new gamers out there that will continue with on in addition to like the younger generations that always join the gaming industry every year anyway Mm -hmm. but yeah i think that's uh that's all, all i wanted the to bring that up, I wanted to talk about these sales a little bit. We can uh, get on into uh, uh, ending the show. Um, Forte. Yo. You got anything else you want to talk about, man? Uh, we we can talk about... Um, I want to talk... Okay, this is what I want to talk about, Salomo. I want to talk about how you are an amazing person. Oh, really? really? I do want to talk about that. Let's talk about let's talk about how slow mo is always out here fighting the good fight and letting people know exactly how he feels. And I love it. I love it. (laughs) Twitter is a battleground and slow mo plays that game very well. He makes me proud every time I turn on Twitter and I see some type of retweet from uh, or a quote tweet from something that was stupid. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I love it. But um, no. Outside of that, no, not really, man. I mean, it's just, it's not, I mean, it's slow. It's like outside of last week where we had a bunch of uh, news and announcements and stuff just from Sony. It's kind of been slow this week outside of these, um, outside of these um, investment calls that we got um, yesterday or day before yesterday. Um, I just think at a certain point, games are, you know, what we here to play and, Show up to these live streams, man. That's one thing I was talking to Slomo. We was in um, who was all in there? And that's, it was Def Floyd, and who else was in the live stream yesterday watching us play? Uh, Def Floyd and Cali Rex. Cali Rex, yeah, yeah. So yeah, we need we need you guys to sh- we need everybody. You know, not not calling people out, just whoever. You know, you, we all about games and stuff. Show up to these live streams and support people when they're playing games and stuff. I know it's really fun to have conversations and, you know, go, you know, YOLO on people that, you know, don't agree with you and everything. But, you know, when it comes to like playing games and stuff, that's what this is all about. So we're doing a lot of different live streams. We're trying to give people as much content as possible. You know, you get to hear the banter of your boy Forte and slow-mo in all types of uh, different uh, genres of games and stuff, not just in uh, this podcast setting, because guess what? Um, doing YouTube, you really don't have time to play games. So if you can actually have that same conversation while you're doing it, it's a benefit um, to you guys. And it's also a benefit to us while we're playing games that we probably don't get a chance to play. So um, no, that's all I really wanted to say, man. Just we always talk about we want to support, you know, the best way you can support is showing up and doing the things that you guys are doing right now. And I truly appreciate you and all the people that showed up to the last two live streams. Hey, no problem, man. Yeah, yeah, shout out to all of them. And I, I know I've been streaming a little late. It'd be, it'd be like uh, I, man, I become, some do need to fix that. I, I, I mean, like literally, it's like right now, it's like eleven forty-five. You gonna uh, stream tonight? No, I'm not. No, I'm not streaming tonight. Like this would be the like funny because Returnal's coming out in like like fifteen minutes, and I'm not going. Are you gonna tonight. play tonight? Uh, nah, no, I'm probably gonna play tomorrow. I'm a little tired, but uh, um, yeah, that's about the, 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 the last couple of nights I, I've been streaming, and I. 
<laughs> it's been around this time. I've been like, so I look, I fully understand people like, man, I got, I got, I got work in the morning, man. I ain't trying to be all, oh, you know, you know like, I get Ryan, it, I get it, I get it, you know, like, Ryan, but I, I probably will be streaming a little bit. Next time I, I'll do it, I'll, I'll get started a little bit sooner, a little bit earlier in the night before people, you know, already done brush the teeth and, you know, you know, you know, wash the, wash the, the doodle crumbs out the, out the, the cheeks and everything. And they about, they're jumping in bed and all that. I get it, I get it, you know, you, 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 it's a little late, but. I'll, I'll I'll start streaming a little bit earlier in the night next time for sure. Yeah, shout out to Gotay Gamer. He says Forte sneakily calling people out. You got dang right. You know why? Because you you know <laughs> show up. Y'all say y'all want to y'all want to support games and stuff. Show up to these live streams. Support people when they play games, not just you know talking about them and yeah, stuff. Yeah, exactly so. right. Like like show yo, up to the show up to the live streams where the games are being played. Yeah, and uh, right and the, the homie Landed, Jedi streams uh like like two or three times a week you know I, 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 I like to pop in and uh and, and hang out with him <laughs> just, just say be, hi just be hilarious man he, I, he like do. but i i i, I the funny thing is that like Jet's so engaging he'll just be sitting there talking like like i, I would say probably 75 percent of the time i check out jet stream he ain't played the game yet <laughs> he'll be talking <laughs> for like an hour just hanging out talking with people but you know like that that's a uh, like not everybody has that that level of uh, <laughs> uh of, of just being able to be just chill and and hang out with people and, and discuss things and you know you check some streamers and they could be sitting there right. dead dead like even got the face cam on just dead corpse look on their face playing the game ain't saying a word it's just like hey bro like you know could you engage with your chat or something but, you know but yeah some people see, don't uh, have the gift you know but, but franco tech franco tech said he was there last night slow you must have missed him he didn't say anything but hey, yo, yo uh, i appreciate that franco he was he that. was lurking he was worker lurking that's what he was doing hey, um, and, and nothing wrong with lurking you know just as long right as hey you, that's that's what a, the backbone of any stream on, that ain't on nothing. streams on streams ain't nothing wrong with lurking on streams you kind of lurking at you know on people and in, 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 in your personal oh life God. that's a little a little different story you might need to slow slow your roll there but you know like oh lurking God. on streams is no problem yeah, man ryan, <laughs> yeah, ryan lantis says let's talk about how slowbo and forte signed that contract with e jack right under enrique's nose Hey, hey, look, man, look, negotiations haven't been finalized yet. Look, we, we, we can't talk about anything official, but there, there might be some changing of the guard we'll one day. You never know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm visiting other campuses. Like if you don't give this man the best outro ever, he might just go to, he might just be stay a free agent. I already announced him as an honorary guest. I mean, uh, <laughs> Panel member of Scumcast in a super chat last week. Mm-hmm. He about mm-hmm. to, you about to lose the best thing ever, man. You know, yeah, you slipping, man. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Sincerely, chest is I lurk sometimes, but I like to listen while I drive or work. Yeah, I, I get that too. Like, I, especially when I'm working, I, I like to. There's because, uh, for example, I mentioned it earlier. Like, press start podcast is on when we're on mm-hmm. live. So I used to before we switched to Thursday nights. I used to listen to them live. And I would never really say anything. I would just kind of just like just be listening to the chat, and they're hilarious. So that's it's it's, it's yeah. just it's it's good it's good fun um, watching them. But instead now I just like while it's Friday, you know, morning I I get my cup of Joe and I start I start getting my into my workflow. I just put it on. So it's all you know it's always good to check out you know people's uh, replay of people's stuff. It's uh it's uh it's always good on the replay as well. But uh, I did want to get to these outros because I know. 
Eric E has got to go, and um, I don't want to keep him for too long. You know, you know, Forte got us all, you know, backed up when it comes to <laughs> us ending the podcast at a, at a reasonable time. But uh, <laughs> shout out to you guys for sticking around to all the way to midnight. No doubt, no doubt. I, yeah. Hey, I'll, I'll take that bullet for you guys. I'll, I'll be uh, raccoon eyed in the morning. It's all good. <laughs> raccoon eyed. <laughs> <laughs> Look at all crazy. This is hilarious. Yo. No, but yo, he, he definitely appreciate you coming through with uh, um coming through once again. You know, the show looks a little different since last time, but uh you know, of course a fire show as usual. Let the fine people know where they can find you and and uh, and what you, you got going on for like the next week or so. Man, I, I you know, I appreciate you guys like like so much, man. Like um you know, you're my bros, two of the best dudes in the community. You keep it live, you keep it funny, keep it gaming. You have great insight, you know. So I'll always rock with you guys, man. Anytime you guys throw out the invitation, you know I'm here, and yeah. I love what you guys. I love what you guys are doing over here. You know, I've always said I've been one of your biggest supporters. I love your dynamic. I can see your growth. You know, yeah, it's just this is just the beginning for you too. I know that for sure. Oh, absolutely. So, um, yeah. So keep doing what you're doing, chat. You guys are always live. Love rocking with you guys. And just in, in general, man, let's, you know, focus on these games out here, man. I saw shout out to Jez Corden from Windows Central. He said he had to put an article out because people are hitting him up worrying about, you know, Game Pass making money. And I'm like, don't, don't worry about stuff like that. Don't worry are you about a Microsoft Sony. investor? Like, what do you, <laughs> like, why are you worried about them? Microsoft and I don't even care that much. Yeah. I was like, I said, between that and you know, and people dudes worrying about you know Sony being okay, and then you know they're quiet. And it's like, look, man, let them rock. You know what I'm saying? I want your problems if all you're doing is laying in bed at night worrying about how much these comp- how much money these companies making if they're gonna be okay. You know, I'll trade I'll trade that spot with you. They're fine. And when you really sit back and think about it, if you remove like the fanboy stuff, this is probably the one going into one of the most exciting generations in a long time. Why? Because it's unpredictable as hell. Mm. They're both doing things that, I mean, we, we think we know, we think we can pattern it on how past generations have been, but you know, Microsoft is putting disturbances out in the industry. You know what I'm saying? And I've said, I think I said this to you guys before, but it's like, that's a cool thing because, you know, we know they have deep pockets. They're here to play. They're here to fight. They have the money to do, you know, to go to long game. But when you don't have those same pockets, you have to get creative. And that's where Sony could fly in, mm-hmm. you know? So this is a good time, man. Like everybody should be excited, not going at each other. Just be chill. Like go for the ride. Exactly. Like I, I, I keep, it. I keep saying this. Gaming has grown so much, and there are so many gamers out there with so many diverse mm-hmm. interests, and there are more and more generations, younger generations, that they're really targeting. It's we are not the target demographic right. anymore. Us forty-year-old guys, thirty-five-year-old guys with full-time jobs and, and commitments mm-hmm. and all this other stuff. We we may spend a lot of money, and they and they they appreciate that. But the target is the younger generation that's coming up because they got more time on this on this earth. They got more time to, yep. and, and they can be molded because you know there's generations of people who just like they refuse to buy a particular console for whatever reason because something that happened in 2013, something that happened in, at the beginning of the PlayStation Three generation, whatever. This new generation of gamers, they even don't even know about any of that stuff. They just want to know, nope. hey, you got Fortnite. 
You got uh, a <laughs> you got the new hotness. You got you got uh, Roblox. You know, like yeah. that's that's what they Isn't care it? about. And, and don't so, care where is that? As long as you can access it, and we can rock it. You know. Yeah, and and that and what that means is that all of these platforms can eat good. They all can exactly. that both Nintendo does something different, completely different than Sony and Microsoft. Sony completely different than Nintendo and Microsoft. Microsoft the same, completely different from the other two. Mm-hmm. Just because that what they're doing is different than what the, your favorite platform is doing doesn't mean that it does it it, it can't be successful. That's right, the exactly. like only way to do things. Like and I think exactly. it's kind of proven in our last topic with the sales that yeah you don't have to be doing exactly what the other guy is doing to be successful and i think that's that's proven to be no. true and will continue to prove to be true throughout the generation right and how boring is it to think that you know everything that's going to lay out in the way it's going to go just so you can have talking points i like the fact that <laughs> any given week these these cats could throw something out you're like oh man you see that coming yo sin you gotta go ahead man they don't care about our bad knees sore back having asses <laughs> I'm really just talking about slow mo, yo. As he said that, me reading that, I'm telling you, my right knee just flared up on me. Like seriously, like as I read that, my right knee got offended. <laughs> How dare he? Yeah, because because there's no lie. Because I know when we're done with this, and I get up and get out of this chair, I'm gonna do that um, that old man shuffle walk where I got to get straightened again. Right, right. Straighten out yeah. my back. <laughs> Oh no, man, man. you're 100 correct. These companies only the only thing they care about was like you said that we have the dough, and they're like, do you have kids that you're gonna spend some money on? We don't care about you, you know. <laughs> we just want to impress you enough to where you'll take them to the store to get this. Stuff. That's it. Right, right. <laughs> you know? Yeah, right. We want you anymore. to be happy enough to make them happy, and exactly. they and and we can make we can get two customers. You know, exactly. But, but yeah, yeah, yo, um, yeah. make sure but to shout out the uh, um uh gamer perspective i guess one yes 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 my boy my boy is um nicholas downey sam tolbert shout out to them yeah we're trying to you know gain our footing over there um i think we had some pretty good conversations definitely check us out gaming perspective podcast uh we do that eight o'clock on tuesday nights so yeah it's it's a fun time so we're making moves around here i can't breathe (laughs) (laughs) His ACL play <laughs> Yo, Sin, you shout out, man. Oh man, look, 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 Sin. I ain't the only old person out here, man. All right, you, you, I'm not the only one tearing ligaments and 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 oh, and, 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 and need to get going to traction playing video games. Oh, leave me alone, man. <laughs> <laughs> the only person I know that can have a video game where he dodges in the game and he hears a pop and then think it's actually happened in real life. Yo. <laughs> like I got a Charlie horse I'm plugging my USB cable from my controller. Oh man. For <laughs> real. <laughs> uh, no, I appreciate you guys, man. Thanks again for having me. Oh, man, that's funny. And like I said, I'll, I'm here anytime you guys want me. Just let me know. Facts. Uh, you facts. appreciate you too, bro. All right, Forte. Let let everybody know where they can find you, bro. Man, Gaming Forte everywhere, YouTube, Twitter, Xbox Live, PlayStation, DPS Podcast. Episode 33 will be next week, back at a regular time at 9 p.m., so um, come check us out over there. Uh, once again, E, appreciate you, bro. The most level-headed person in the community that I know. The person that keeps the Brat Podcast honest. 
<laughs> you know, shout out to you and uh, shout you, out sir, to that the outro that you did for yourself today. You know, Brat, you know, I see you in the chat. You might want to, you know, make sure that you get this man his outro every week. <laughs> just, just, just saying, you know, we, we ain't gonna pill it, we ain't gonna poach him just yet. We're gonna give you one more chance, but um, there you go. We're gonna give you one more. <laughs> they got you on notice, bro. I swear to God, the next time you start closing the show down, I hear E talking in the background, like "Give me respect the podcast." Enrique, <laughs> <laughs> we, we we in the DMs, man. We in the DMs. All right, just be you know be be on the lookout. <laughs> be on the lookout, man. Mm-hmm. We, you start seeing some um some some crazy stuff you know you know you never know but uh yeah man it's gonna be standing behind forte and slow mo with the shades on mm-hmm. at, the, at the podium yep. <laughs> just looking stoic <laughs> while they talking Yo, to him how long do you keep you keep this this buff up the whole time with your um, you your, in the gameplay this oh outriders off. Oh yeah, my, my techno band, my techno man's build is it's beautiful. It, it's I, I'm, I'm soloing. I, I solo uh, challenge tier fifteen exhibition content with my techno mancer. Like I, I could I could just run through everything. There's it's it's completely I gotta get in with him. I gotta get in with you, man. I haven't been on Outriders in a few weeks, man. I heard Cognito still naked. I heard. Oh, he's still, he still ain't get his stuff back. Nah, man. Oh, oh. that ain't right, man. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. He probably quit the game already. Yeah, but look, if you, yeah, you, need, you, want, you need some help getting through, I mean, they the way they downscale my damage uh, when I go when I try to help other people is a little little a little messed up. But I I I got you. I can help you out, man. They still went through it. I would have thought that they would have walked that back after hearing people say, "Don't do that." Let's just focus on getting this game. Fit. Okay. Yeah, they they still down. Yeah, the the, the downscale oh, was real. Ask uh, Sir Taz and Forte. Like we were mm-hmm. we were trying to help Taz get through, and it's like, <laughs> look, look at the damage numbers I'm doing right now. Sometimes like 250k mm-hmm. uh, in damage. Um, at, at times when I was playing with Taz, 500 max. Wow. 500 not 500k just uh-huh. 500 500 wow yeah like it, it's ridiculous people can fly they they got they got to work some of this stuff out because it's, it's 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 wild but it'd be they destroying the goodwill man they had to get that goodwill from the game pass stuff and just in general i mean even on ps5 people are still rocking with it right you know Right, uh, yeah. but, but look, we, we could we could go all night about yeah. our yeah, Let me can. not. Let me not start. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, bottom line, yeah, I'm, I need to get back in there, man. Like I'm still like on World Tier Six, but I want to definitely get to the uh, expeditions and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Or exhibitions, whatever. At the end there. Yeah, just, yeah. Just, yeah. Just let me know whenever you're ready, man. I'll help you out. Um, yeah. Let me. Uh, you, I'll, I'll and make sure you tell these people that they need to be posting their screenshots of Returnal because I want to see how many people that were frauding. Oh, actually you bought. already know. Every screenshot going to be from the, fir- the first binome. <laughs> Every screenshot oh, going to yeah, be yeah. from let the me, first before area. We go, let, before we go, let me ask you, is, is Brap going to put it down? Did he buy it? Yeah, he's about to stream it. He just, um, it, it, it yeah, uh, shout out to Enrique is going to stream. Um, when you leave here, go check out Enrique streaming um, um, Returnal. Um, probably in a few minutes, um, and, yep. and watch him die a whole lot because you know, you Enrique. know how you know Enrique ain't gonna live very gonna long. Nah, Enrique <laughs> platinum, platinum returnal, man. He gonna ask for a refund 10 minutes. 
<laughs> oh wow! I don't know about that. I don't think he's going to do that. But yeah, yeah. Ch- check out his stream. He's definitely uh, on Basement Radio Arcade Podcast. He's gonna. He's definitely about to start streaming the game. You know, if you want to check it out, see if, if it's something that you want to get into yourself. You know, you got his uh, his gameplay and how how badly it can go for you to to look forward to. <laughs> right, right. Hmm. But let me let me do my outro real quick. Uh, I just want, want once again thank. Eric for coming through. Thank all of you guys for coming through as well. I appreciate every single one of you. you. Guys are awesome. Hope you have a great night. Enjoy your games wherever wherever platform they're on. Doesn't matter to me. And um, you can catch us DPS podcast next week on Gaming Forte's channel at 9 p.m. Eastern. I believe we won't be doing the 9:30 thing again. That was just kind of like a uh, a one off uh, thing with scheduling and tomorrow i probably will be streaming tomorrow not quite certain what i will be streaming maybe it'll be returnal we'll see maybe it'll be something else but i'll probably get on and and do a little bit of streaming but hope you guys have a great night and take care man peace peace peace